<laughs> Here we go, everyone. It's Hotline League episode 122. What was going to be a very boring episode is now perhaps a very anticipated episode. We'll see if we can deliver on on the hype the way that Mountain Dew Amp Game Fuel delivers on the energy I need. Like Lenovo delivers no, the no, leaks. We, oh, well, we don't talk. We're sponsored by Alienware, by the way. Alienware would never let that happen. Are well, you kidding I mean, me? I did think it was... <laughs> I think it was very funny that in her Reddit comment, she's like, yeah, we swapped out the computer for the Lenovo one. <laughs> for that piece of shit. <laughs> and he'd been using an Alienware one before, so... We never uh, had any problems with leaks with the Alienware one. As soon as we swapped to that dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's, been, it's been approximately three minutes. Two minutes into the show, we're already off the rails. Uh... <laughs> anyway thank you to alienware shout out for delivering the audio that we need on this show week after week and nothing else they're an amazing sponsor we'll talk more about them later on in the show as it gets into it uh so last night mark and i were playing valorant and we first off we had the worst game of valorant i've ever had we won it on, to... but but worse for different reasons than you would ever think yeah we went we won it 13-2 and it's like what we played against were people who would never push. They were on the attacking side. They never pushed. And uh, it was just slow and miserable. And while we were having all this downtime, waiting for anybody to come on to either of the sites, we were discussing how should we even do a hotline league today? And I said, well, Mark, you might not know this, but there's no League of Legends events at all happening this month, which means I'm delivering no value to Alienware. We, <laughs> we got to do, we got maybe we'll do a shortened, a ridge version we gotta so, do something. So, so Travis DM Peter. Yeah. He said, Peter, can you make something happen for me so we can have a fun hotline league tomorrow night? And he delivered. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um and Alienware right now flaming me for suggesting that I would be ordering a California roll from Sugarfish. I don't like the rolls. I order something called a no roll. Anyway, let's talk about um what happened today. So first off, the the news that I figured we'd be talking about is the Kabe stuff. So Kabe now going back to Misfits. I'd heard CLG. Clearly, CLG didn't put up the the money, or maybe Kabe didn't want to go back. I don't know. That'd be, his, uh, yeah. his girlfriend is at Misfits, which I guess could present its own uh, joke. But I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we're not clever enough to connect those dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got nothing for you there. And uh, and then obviously, you know, if you haven't read up on the news or the the leaks or whatever, Lena streamed saying that she couldn't find a team for Dardock. Uh, or sorry, Lena didn't well, stream it. Peter it was, was in streaming. the background of Peter's stream. Yeah. You can go. We're gonna just we're gonna talk about everything as if you've already read all this stuff about it and you're up on the the conversation and all that. So I mean, it's so interesting as a topic because it, it like it just spread. You know, it just branched out from like oh the conflict of interest thing that people have kind of been talking about, but also how it influences Dardock and then what's the PA's role no, in I all pit, of this and like it's just chat. like yes. I put into I put in I was messaging a friend and I said earlier I said this is so funny for a bunch of reasons one of which is like just think about all the dimensions so one it's a leak that's spicy it's a double lift leak the star player of the league it's a mm -hmm. leak about TSM team everybody loves to talk about a Dardock leak a very spicy person it's spicy information about how teams don't want Dardock it's a continuation of the double lift Lena narrative it's a roster rumor it's a con continuation of the the holy war that we've seen break out between <laughs> the League of Legends personalities and 
and uh, yeah. NTSF. So there's just like a huge combo multiplier that has just created like a singularity <laughs> level event today. And it's funny because like if you ask me my honest thoughts on it, I'd be like, this is making a mountain out of a molehill. But at yeah. the same time, it's so fucking hilarious that I want to get in on it too, you know? Well, I have so... Um, I guess we can we can start to talk about it now, but because uh, you, I think you and I can share our takes, and then and then we can go into it. Um, so I'll just preface this by saying um, I kind of agree with Mark. It is like like it's a slow news week, and there's a ton of other stuff here. So I kind of feel like people are outraged about this right now. I don't think that they're going to be talking about it in like a week, for instance, or it'll just get referenced back the same way everybody gets referenced. Everything gets referenced back. Um, I I personally am going to to hold off on the like look I think it's very easy right now and like every other show and every other person I think we're the first ones to talk about this by the way we're the first show to go after this they're gonna hit the so button let's make sure like, we say nothing of value no, no no I think that's my point is I think everybody else is gonna hit the button that's just like fucking flame TSM baby um and I want to talk about the the pretty big implications because I think a lot of people are focusing on the drama around it. Um, or like just the event itself, but I think there are some really big implications and some conclusions we can draw. And I have been thinking about this a lot, and uh, and so I want to get into that. But Mark, I'm gonna let you go with like the really spicy takes first, and just sort of give your take on all this. Oh, stuff. I mean, I don't know if I have that spicy of a take compared to most people. I mean, <clears throat> um, kind of like what I said about making a mountain out of a molehill. If you ask me, like, <clears throat> I know people are saying, "Oh, Dardock's career is." is fucked because of this and yada, yada, yada. And like on an ethical level, I agree of, of the dangerous implications of something like this, whatever. And I'm sure we'll get into that, but like on an outcome level, I bet there's no, no real tangible blowback uh, on, on a business level for, for a lot of these people, like teams already didn't want Dardock if Linus to be believed. It's not like, yes, this hurts his leverage, but what leverage did he have already? Cause no I one mean, fucking, you know, like there, there might've been some leverage, right? Like, for instance, if maybe nobody's willing to pay TSM a buyout, but they would have signed him after he became a free agent or if they dropped him or something like that. Well, sure, but that's still true. Yeah, but still... now you might say, well, those teams know that nobody wants him or something. I don't know. Like, I do think my, it is more information. Point, it's more information. It's ethically wrong that, you know, like this kind of stuff is happening. I'm not saying that this is defensible in any way, but like, I'm just saying it's making a mountain out of a molehill in the sense that, like, for the amount, if anyone knows the scene, pro players talk constantly. Everyone's trading information all the time. Like, as someone who's worked at a team environment, like the amount of shit that I knew about the other teams in the league for no fucking reason, yeah. it's insane. And it's still true. Like, even before this came out, Travis and I had a conversation on Facebook Messenger last week about Dardock and if Speaker was going to play and about hearing that things weren't great and that like, we already knew that Dardock was probably getting shopped around. Right. Yeah. Why do I know that? <laughs> you know, on that front, that's what I mean, where it's making a mountain out of a molehill where like anyone in the know already, like already knows all this stuff that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it okay. Necessarily. I'm just saying that like, it's just kind of funny to me. Yeah. So this is, this is a problem. Hotline league. Mark and I try to present nuanced, complex takes on topics. And uh, and if you guys just want us to say, this is bullshit, fire everyone, kick TSM from the league, shut down LCS, 
uh, send double if to Heroes of the Storm. That's what they want, dude. Twitch hat's flaming my ass right now for defending CSM. Where did I well, defend them? What's funny is yeah, I said literally nothing in defense of them. All right. I said was like, if yeah. you ask me what what the the serious ramifications of such an injustice are, I'm like, yeah, there's yeah. probably none. Yeah. So you know, we're trying honestly. to we're, what we're trying to do is give you guys the the honest, candid analysis if, of people the, that are my in the honest industry. opinion on this is like i actually don't think like you know well so here's what i was gonna say because of this so yeah. so to kind of back up what you were gonna say or what you were just saying and then i want you to elaborate a little bit more there are some people that are saying like tsm should be fined so part of the reason why i have a hard time look obviously this is not a great situation and i i agree that this is not correct so people think i'm going to defend tsm that's not what i'm doing what i am saying is I don't think any ramifications will come from this. So I do, I, I agree with Mark that like Dardock's situation will probably not change because I think he was already screwed anyway. And while this screws him, it's sort of like, you know, any of those scenes from the action movie where you kill the villain multiple times after, like you just shoot them after they're clearly dead. And it's like, <laughs> calm down. It's like, yeah. that's kind of what just happened to Dardock. I feel bad. I like Dardock a lot as a person. And I, I think he's a I great part for the league. I wish he was in the league and, and you and I talked about this a but, ton on the show before, yeah. but like, like now this is just embarrassing to him. It's not necessarily going to. There might be some impacts. I don't know, but I actually think there'll be some well, limited. In and and the funniest part was Dardock on stream a couple of weeks, like a week or two ago, was like making fun of Monty and Thorin for being like grown ass men oh. throwing a temper tantrum, and then it's like, hey, dude. The person who lost out because of this was you. So there like, there's go. so many levels of this that are comical because people are, are flaming. Like, I think this is like, I think it's ridiculous. And I think based off our conversation with Steve last week, you can tell that what I was saying was just because like, I was of the opinion that there should be stricter enforcements about these kinds of conflict of interest potentials. I, I said that basically last week. So if anyone thinks I'm defending TSM, I'm not, yeah. but like, I'm clearly talking about just like the the outcomes, not like what should have happened or whatever. I'm just saying that like, eh. Yeah. So let's just so let's just ignore Twitch chat for a little bit here. I'm gonna in yeah. fact, I'm gonna move my uh, I'm gonna move something over the window. Oh, I'm staring I'm, right I'm at it. I'm gonna be happy unless. Oh, is LS here? Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> if he has thoughts, he's he's free to free to join. Yeah, he can he can call in for sure. We're, okay. we're, take, we're take, We have no guests this week. If you can't yeah, tell by the, the empty black box, so we're willing to slam anyone in there. So, okay, uh, uh, here, I'm, I'm not looking at Twitch chat, so I'm just going to say the things I would normally say, and if people are upset with that, then they can be upset with that, but, like, people come here for my opinion. I'm not going to change my opinion for folks. So, one, I don't think that too much will happen on the Tardock front. Secondly, Riot is just, people are like, TSM should get fined. I would be really surprised if Riot does anything. Like, I don't think that there's a clear rule that has been broken here. Um, I'm not saying that, like, Again, I'm not saying that this was the what happened was a good thing, but I don't. I'm unaware of any r rule that they can find them off of, and I think, in, in my opinion, Riot has taken a very like. They are not very aggressive with their enforcement of stuff. I don't think they're very proactive, right? Like they need a smoking gun in order for them to take action on something. From from everything I have seen with the way the current league op stuff is run. So I think Riot will be able to say, we don't want to get involved in this. This is a player team issue. Agents or the Players Association should do something about this. You know, Riot will put their hands up and say, not, not us. We don't want to deal with this. <laughs> 
And so then you go to the Players Association, which is under normal circumstances, pretty ineffective. And as I mean, Cutie Pie was memeing about uh, yeah. on, on Twitter, in this case, utterly ineffective. And this is what, like, I think last week or maybe the week before, I talked about, like, one of the very interesting things about this is how complicated Peter, Double's move, Peter's move to TSM has made things where not only do you have all the obvious issues with within the organization, um, but you also have uh, three of the people, and I said, I think I was the first person to say this on, uh, point this out. Three of the people on TS, uh, on the, the five members of the board are TSM players. So, and one of them is a part owner in an organization. So, I just think the Players Association, pretty ineffective. I mean, I, w- I definitely want to have a, a Flame Players Association call. That's that's another, I don't know what you'd call it. It's a joke? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I just don't I don't see anything happening. I, I think people will be upset, and then nothing will happen, and then people will move on and be upset. But, like, I don't know. I think the other thing I will say is uh, – it's just very funny to see. And I know that like, it's not all one entity, but the community just seems to have flopped so quickly on this. You know what I mean? Like they were hard yeah. flaming anybody who was critical of the saying conflict well, of interest or anything like that. And now it's because anyone who was defending yes, like the TSM position on conflict of interest cannot say anything. You, you just yes. can't. I mean, you can try, but you'll get downvoted to all. Yeah, hell in right fact, now. you can go to the TSM subreddit where I, you know. I mean, we I'm haven't even defended TSM, and people are. <laughs> two yeah, people yeah, are yeah, we've tried to talk about it as like here are some of the implications, and they're like, "What are you talking about? I thought I was coming out of the stream to see you open up the flamethrower and just roast these people." Yeah, I mean, so the other thing I'll say is like the apology and some of that stuff as well. It's it's one of those things that just feels, at least for me, somewhat less. It almost makes it feel worse because I feel like you didn't address the elephant in the room. Like, so for some of the timeline, if people are a little unaware, um, the the clip gets leaked. In the clip, you know, Lena says that uh, Dar- no one wants Dardock, not her fault, whatever. Then in her apology, she, or like some of the context she gives on some Reddit comments is about how like, oh, this is happened, like we've never had this problem before. And it's because Peter got a new computer and the noise gate a was Lenovo different. Computer, it's like, yeah, and Lenovo Garbo instead of the the glorious Alienware machine that they were using before. Um, and the implication from that is then, wait, so this has been happening the whole time for who knows how long into the past. And you know, and then when she gave her apology, that part wasn't addressed at all. That implication. So it was definitely one of those moments where you're like, so what about the you know more serious uh, so- concern? Because I don't know how long they've been living together, but presuming, you know, it's, it's it wasn't like, hey, traded, let's move in. You know, they were living together before the trade. Any of those conversations potentially could have been. There's no evidence necessarily, but it I mean, still I is don't like have, I don't have it's, extra information. It's bad, here. bad, bad look. I don't have extra information here. You know, people are going to think like <laughs> people are going to think that I have a bunch of insight to this. I, I don't, but. Uh, I mean, you, you, Lena has been in the background of Peter's stream for months and months and months now, right? So I think it's fair to say that, uh, I don't know if it was a living situation or whatever, but she's definitely been at the house for, or his apartment Mm -hmm. for quite some time. Um, all right. Do you have any other thoughts before I give you my, like, 
crazy um, fan theory? Not really. You know, it's it's been a wild ride. It's really made today enjoyable. I'm excited to keep talking about it with callers. Uh, I expect this will be the entire show, basically. So if you guys wanted to talk about I'm something about else, Kabe like and, yeah. LB. Oh, yeah, Kabe, yeah, But like the whole TSM drama of today. I mean, like, I think the LPL finals technically happened between our last two episodes. JDG won, um, but no one cares. So let's talk about this. So... <sighs> Oh, pukey style happened, or pukey, whatever you say, yeah. What happened? <laughs> the, the, that guy's picture all over Twitter yesterday. Oh, I, I don't understand. I've seen that meme. I'm not... CL Jab, we talked about that. That was the entire episode, last episode. Yeah. Well. Anyway, Twitch chat, they don't... These are a bunch of people that aren't normally here. And so then yeah, they don't... Know, they're like, did you guys talk about Cloud9 winning yet? Um, <laughs> people say Travis doesn't know what the LPL is. I did a two-part documentary series where I, I went to China because of Alienware and Intel. And I, I did a whole exploration into LPL. I oh, yeah, there was the, the amazing drama, too, I guess, technically. Yeah, you'll have to that. fill me in on that because I, there's been a, so many... Uh, <laughs> Brad says Travis never went to China. I literally <laughs> interviewed him in China. Um, do you have proof <laughs> yes actually you go to youtube.com slash travis looks like some green strains to me man yeah um anywho where was i uh so yeah we can talk about all that stuff and i, th I think that that'll be good but all right everyone here's my here's my big thing all right here's yeah. travis's so i beat final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> and I immediately no, no no i'm gonna explain how this works and I immediately went on, and there's all these fan theories, right? Where they pull, like, well, you look at this, and 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 you build this, like, unified fan theory. So I want to preface everyone by saying that what I'm about to, to put out there is a pretty complex theory that re that require that takes a lot of, like, random facts from different places and is pretty big speculation. Do you have a but, Wikipedia blurb I can read on this instead? But, um, uh, but this is about TSM, by the way, not Final Fantasy VII. I'm just saying, like, that I'm, I've been reading so many of this concept now. So here's the thing. Again, people can freak out about all this stuff. We're going to have a bunch of calls about it, I am sure. But here's what I'm getting at. Theories. All right. Because Lena has said, like, we've done this before in the past and it hasn't been an issue, it's pretty clear that she talks about the stuff in front of Peter. Uh, I think that the uh, general manager position at TSM is now going to be basically split between Lena and Peter and Bjergsen. Because if you look at, so things that we know, Lena has obviously been very involved in the team and like the management of it for quite some time because she talked about Are you saying lot. formally split between the three of them? I don't, or I mean, informally? it won't be public, right? Like it's not, okay, I'm sorry, okay. it's not going to be like the register these three people as the general manager. I didn't know how, 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 you know, your theory worked. Yeah, That's yeah. why I asked for the Wikipedia. So, so I think that that's like a lot of those decisions are gonna be made by that. We know, for instance, that, uh, Bjergsen was a, a big fan of wanting Peter to come back. And so it feels like he had say in Peter coming back to the organization. We know that Lena has been very involved uh, in the past year or so on building out the team, managing stuff with acquiring players, et cetera, because she's been talking a lot on Discord about it, and then it, that got dragged out a ton, right? 
Um, and Doublelift, I think, has I I and again, like I've not this is not from some private conversation I've had with him, but you know that he was really frustrated with his coaches and management at Team Liquid. He was frustrated that they traded X Smithy, for instance, at the beginning of the year. He was frustrated with a lot of the pick and ban decisions they made, and you feel like he would be going to a place where you know he and Bjerg, who've been pretty good friends for some time, um, are going to be able to. And obviously, he's Run pretty close place, with Lena. Basically. Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to have a lot of say. Now, a lot of conversations to have about that because I think, and it kind of makes sense because a lot of people have been saying for a long time that GMs in in the LCS don't know what they're doing or whatever. Parth has received a lot of criticism. I am not saying all this stuff as I actually am like a Parth defender. I think you kind of are too, right, Mark? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I think I think Parth I I think the two of us, based off of things we've heard knowledge, probably view Parth in a better light than most of the community. That being said, I think he will not have as much of a role in that way as we will see Doublelift, Bjergsen, and Lena have. So this is kind of my theory there. Next theory, next theory, Parth doesn't leave. He becomes the coach because uh, I think Doublelift pretty unhappy with the coaching situation at TL and was frustrated by how things were run. So I doubt that he's going to go into a situation where he can he wants to listen to another coach give him a lot of commands. He, I think, has said, maybe even with LS, that coaches should be more about facilitating discussion. And this goes back to a Rift Rivals conversation that he had last year on Hotline League Live, where he was talking to Grabs and some of the other LEC coaches about how in LEC, the coaches are more like mediating, they're less dictating. And I think that Bjergsen and Bile and Doublelift are all friends with Parth and they, I think that he will do a really good job of managing any egos over there and facilitating the conversation. So I think the power structure, this is my crazy fan theory, power structure at TSM will now be this. Decisions are made by Doublelift, Bjergsen, Lena about the roster and that type of stuff. Maybe even how things should be run. Um, coach will be Parth, who will be mainly primarily facilitating conversation between the players and discussion rather than like dictating whatever. Uh, it'll still work out great because in the public, Parth will take all the blame for their picks and bans and stuff as 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 we've heard time and time again from other coaches and people in the industry behind the scenes, coaches are not the exclusive dictator of pick and ban. And yet, uh, you know, I, f I feel like that will be even more of a thing here on TSM. So I think I think that that'll be the new structure at TSM with double if there. That's my, my theory. What do you think, Mark? I don't know. Seems like a lot of speculation about power structures and stuff at TSM when I just want to meme about conflict of interest. By the way, I'm not saying, by the way, that uh, that this is like a good structure. I'm not saying it's a bad structure. I'm just saying this is this is my best guess based off of a bunch of different things that we've heard. Um, People are saying you didn't listen. Mark, no, I totally listen? was listening. Okay, so now I've got a pop quiz. Who's going to be the new coach in my fan theory? Uh, no one. Oh, it's, it's going to be a, a sh no. It's a, sh a figurehead. You were saying it's a shadowy no, no, figurehead think, to I, take no, think, blame. Think, That's what you said. No, I think Parth will will facilitate discussions. I'm not saying that he's, but I'm just saying he's not going to be 
like as totalitarian as the he's a King fall situation. Man. To take the well, heat from Bjergsen right? and Doublelift, who are the true Shadowhead rulers. Okay, you weren't paying attention. It's okay. I was paying... My cat has a bow tie on his neck, alright? I'm not fucking listening to you. People, people on so Twitch chat saying, wait, so LS isn't coming to TSM? No! <laughs> <laughs> He's never coming to TSM. Uh, you already take some callers about this? Yeah. Alright, so if you haven't seen the show before, it's a live call-in show. Um, I know there's some people in the chat. Anyone who wants, uh, by people, I mean like community people. Uh, if any of them want to hop in, feel free. Uh, Dom, Papa, anyone to talk about it. Otherwise, for callers, I'm spamming the Discord right now to go ahead and join up. Uh, you will go ahead, join there, post your take in the pleb topics and subtopics text channels when you get there. Um, I see people kind of discussing in there. Please do not talk about other people's takes in there. Take it to general if you want to. Pleb topics is just for me to scan. Um, once you have posted your topic, go ahead and join the pleb calls voice channel. You will need to be there in order for me to pull you from that channel into the waiting room. If I like your topic, you'll hang out in the waiting room till it's your turn. We'll do a quick voice check. Uh, make sure the audio is all good. Assuming that's, that's working out. We'll, uh, pull you on air to come talk with us about your. Um, by the way, is Lena supposed to be on Dom's show? I saw this in a, in a Reddit thread somewhere. Yeah, I saw Dom. Do you have Lena coming on? Or, I mean, like, I, that was also what I read was supposedly the plan. I assume that might have changed <laughs> one week before LCS starts. Um, it's going to be hype. <laughs> I'm looking at Dom's Twitter to see if he announced it or anything. Well, he said on, on he just said in Twitch chat, he said one week before LCS, they were, she was supposed to come on. Oh, but, okay, uh, okay. We'll see if that changes. Okay. Well, All anyway, right, I'm, I'm scrolling through. Um, Twitch chat. I want to give a shout out to some people who subbed. The Kappa is gray. Techno Weeb, twenty six months. Cacti, thank you for the five months. Uh, Gus Gus Gustlich, Bweb thirty eight. Fried pork bun. Porky platypus. Union United eleven o three. Uh, Danny Grimm. Brandywine River. Um. <clears throat> Guys, we've already, like, Mark literally talked about what you guys are talking about in Twitch chat. Which is what? Ben and, Sorry, ben and Jerry, thank you for the prime. They're like, Dom wants to call in. I'm like, Mark said Dom can just message Mark. Jesus, people. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not reading Twitch chat right now, so if he did message me, I'm sorry if I missed it. But Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he can come in at any given point in time in the show, too, so. Yeah. Uh, Narrow Bridge, thank you for the 15 months. I also like here's the thing too. Twitch chat will force people onto the show, and then sometimes they come on and they're like, "I don't." I thought, <laughs> I mean, you wanted us on here. You know what I mean? Like they'll bully us into a situation. How hyphy of a take are you willing to? Do you want, by the way? Because you know a, a non-negligible vocal part of the community is like fire Lena. Yeah, Which, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, really. I'm not trying to censor people here. I don't want any kind of like weird sexist stuff, which is some stuff that I saw in the. Reddit thread and uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll try one of these and see how it goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the sexist thing I meant. I meant that the the you know what I meant. <laughs> That's it. Uh, fuck me. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. And then. Uh, let's see. Any other subs? No, no other subs. We're just waiting. Mark, you, you can start correct, grabbing people, Mark, if you want. 
All right, I'll grab the first one while okay. I, I look for more. In Dardock Sue, we're we're not here for uh we're not here to give legal advice to players. That's what the players association is for. Uh by the way, again, please I would love to be sponsored by Mountain Dew Amp Game Fuel. I've been drinking a ton of this stuff and it's really difficult to find. Uh feel free to try it and if you do like it, tweet at Game Fuel and tell them that I told you that I I really like it. Um <clears throat> all right. How how else are you guys doing? I have not had the yellow one yet. No. I've I've only had the blue one and the red one. The uh filling out time. Okay, here we go. Casey Clark is here. Casey Clark, where are you calling from? I am calling from Moraga, California. Where? Uh, Moraga. It's uh, it's close to Berkeley. Okay. Have you been on the show before? Your name is very familiar. Maybe you're just a long time. I, so. I have. Yeah, I'm home from college, so I'm not in DC anymore. That's right. Okay. Okay. I, that was my confusion. Is I feel like I'd never heard that city name before. Anyway, what do you want to talk about on the show? I want to talk about why the Players Association is a serious problem that someone needs to take control over, whether that be Riot or the players themselves. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. Trying to laugh too much at the idea that it would be riot, but um, I think that that would be anyway. Whatever, go ahead and expand. <laughs> well, uh, riot is the person, the people who put it together, right? They originally formed it, right? Yeah. So the the context here for those that don't know is that when franchising came, riot identified that the players were easily getting pushed out by two pretty big competing bodies. This was also the time before there were a lot of agents in the scene. So it was like Riot and the owners were all becoming pretty solidified and structure and like the structure of the the system due to franchising. So Riot committed to funding for the first two years. I actually don't know if it's still Riot funded. I'd have to look into that. Um, the Players Association and with the idea that the players would take it over and um, there's a whole bunch of content out there. But yes, Riot funded it, but the idea was that it was supposed to be to become autonomous because the players were not creating any kind of players association. They were not creating any kind of formal body and they didn't want to. So this was like, people criticize it for being riot started, but like there would be no players association at all right now if it wasn't for them, in my opinion. It's not to say it's a great situation. I'm just saying it's better than the worst. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So my take is that for a couple of reasons, the players association has become a serious problem. Uh, okay. But the, the main problem is that the players don't take it seriously themselves. I remember um, for the summit, um, there was a lot of sentiment on Twitter that all the players are memeing about it and saying it was a joke, which when you have that type of discourse, that becomes the reality. Yeah. And now it becomes even worse when three out of the five members on the Players Association are from TSM, uh, specifically Double Lift, uh, Conflict of Interest with Lena, uh, is a serious problem, uh, especially when you have issues like when Lena seriously damages Dardock's career, and yeah. you have TSM members voting on that when they should be protecting the player. Again, I don't know if I I agree with the assessment that she seriously damaged his career. I would say that over the course of four years, Dardock did a lot of damage to his own career. <laughs> but um, I like the actually I think even the bigger conflict of interest on the players' association side is you have. Jurg, who is 
a part owner in a team is also on the players association. I, th- I think that's the bigger one. But... Yeah, I think that's that. And did we say the three TSM members? Yeah, yeah, he mentioned that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's 60% of the players association is from one team in a franchise league with 10 teams. Well, of, the, of okay. the council or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, so on the one hand, I don't know what the fuck the players association does. So, like, if you ask me, like, not what are the risks? The yeah, and then... <laughs> They get ignored, apparently. So, you know, (laughs) on the one hand, I'm kind of like the same way that I was saying, like, you know, like when I I look at this and there's so much wrong with it. But when you look at like real tangible implications, I'm like, well, what better to get these problems now before the Players Association have any problems so they can fix whatever contract concordant, whatever the the founding document is for for the Players Association. but the the fact that players can have potential ownership and be on like this council, whatever it is, uh, v- vice president does seem a little little weird to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a and people not knowing how the players' association functions or what it does is part of the problem, because you have all these uh, factors that build upon each other that results in a dysfunctional situation. Yeah, I mean, if if your take is. The Players Association is not a great... Uh, by the way, mods, I'd love for you guys to, to be a little bit more heavy-handed tonight in Twitch chat. We've got some people that are a little ridiculous. But um, if your take is that the Players Association is not operating the way it should, I very much agree, <laughs> and I think we've talked about that a lot on the show before. <laughs> oh, what, what, Mark? Like, uh, just what you said, it's not operating the way it should. It's funny. I mean, like, let's say... You know, there were no potential beers and conflicts of interest. The Players Association had equal representation of different team members across their council or whatever you want to call it. Like, what what would people want to see the Players Association do for Dardock? Assuming everything else was kosher with the Players Association. Like, what what was, what would be their, their method of Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. This, so this... so let's, let's take this back. So I, I, what would they even in, do? In no way am I criti- criticizing what you're saying, Casey, because I think it's true that like there's issues over there. I just sort of like we didn't have these problems last September. Let's say, for instance, Doublelift was on a different team. Actually, let's even go back further. Let's say like July, uh, Doublelift wasn't dating Lena, and uh, he was on a different team, and Bjergsen wasn't a part owner yet. It's it is true. Like what? It is true. What would they have done in order to handle this? Because so, I think that they would be pretty in- inconsequential. Because people are saying sue, a hundred percent. I love, I love. This is. You, have have any of you have... in Twitch chat been a part of a uh, tried to <laughs> sue anyone or even take legal action against anything ever? That's how we. That's how you know we have a lot of Americans in the chat. Is just because they're like just sue them. It's like because well, because uh, I've been I've been a part of something. This is probably something people don't know, and I won't get into the specifics of what I was a part of. Um, it's a fucking nightmare and it costs a lot of money and it moves really slowly. And more often than not, it's a waste of your fucking time. Unless the, the, the sums you're talking about are fucking massive. Even if you win your court case and can put the legal fees on the other person, like it's usually not worth the headache. Uh, your case would have to be pretty good in things like this. Like I'm, I'm not a legal expert, but like I've been, I've been down that road before actually once. And it's fucking blue. And well, sorry to sue unless, me. 
actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't know what Dardock's contract is with them, but I have a hard time believing that this is, I don't know what the kind of language is in, the, in his contract. But like, if it's not an explicit, clear breaking of, of something in his contract, like, what are you, what are you suing over exactly? I don't, I'm not a lawyer. So maybe there's something I don't know. Yeah, I guess, like, I guess what like I would what, say is, it is what, it what is, money? Where are, you, where are you getting the lawyers from? Is, are, I don't know how the Players Association works. Do they have a, a fund that they've set up for players to sue orgs in so case people, they need? For instance, say NDA. What do you guys mean by that? Like, did did Dardock defamation? Do you guys know what defamation is? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a know. good take. I don't know. Okay, so let's ignore like the Twitch chat doesn't know what they're talking yeah, about legally. Just, like ninety nine percent. Okay, let's put it this way: libel, slander. Mark, like, Mark and I are not that? legal experts. Ninety nine percent. I've looked of you into guys, this probably more than Twitch chat has. I will say. But regardless, you and I are not legal experts. Perhaps there's some avenue around, um, like employer employee relationship stuff, like where they're talking publicly. I don't know. But Twitch chat certainly doesn't know, and we don't know. <laughs> so just saying sue them is kind of a strange thing unless you, we were able to talk to, like, an employment lawyer or somebody who had insight into Dardock's contract. Yeah. I also don't really know it's... what the suing would do. Suing doesn't necessarily, like, bring back, restore Dardock, Dardock's contract. It's not like we sued him, them, and now Dardock is able to play. Or it's just, like... It, it is kind of a weird question, like what the, the Players Association would say. I do actually have an answer, though, to what the Players Association could say and what they should have done. Okay, go ahead. Okay, hit us. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I think the main problem here is that this just feels wrong, right? That's why the community is upset. That's why people... For are... sure. It is. I mean, it is wrong, right? Like, we can say it on an ethical level. I don't think anyone thinks... I don't think anyone should look at that situation and go, oh, that was that was fine. And if the Players Association was functioning properly, also on paper would be wrong, right? And then you would have uh, rules and regulations in place that would uh, give Dardoch uh, an avenue to address his grievances, either with Riot or with arbitration, potentially, and then ask for those uh, punitive damages if there was like rules on paper about what managers could and couldn't do. Because so the rules on paper like thing is... Violation. The rules on paper thing is kind of weird because... Like that's it's kind of an ambiguous statement. Are you saying, like, presumably Dardock has an agent? If he doesn't, he probably should. And I think a lot of that stuff can be built into contracts. I think this is such an unusual situation that it's unlikely that, like, even if the players' association did have folks, they would be able to to have proactively foreseen a situation where a team owner says something publicly that is a leak about the status of that player or if people wanted them or whatever. It's, it's kind of like, it's just, this is a weird thing to foresee. Now, if it was something about, like, I remember when Echo Fox was doing all that weird stuff where they were dropping players at the last second um, and making it so they couldn't find somebody and sort of screwing them during a trade window. That's actually a situation their players association did do something about. It's just like, I, I, it's hard for me here because this is such a unique, weird situation that's hard to for me to imagine that the Players Association or an agent would be able to foresee the situation and put it into a contract. Yeah, I mean, like, hypothetically, let's say Lena is, you know, and I assume she's she's not lying when she says no one's interested in Dardock. That's just stating a fact, right? Like, I could... If somehow Travis and I heard that and we said the same thing, you know, I know she's the, she's the the president of TSM, so it's not the same thing. But I'm I'm just saying like that information is not inherently like I as far as I'm aware, libelous or defam defamatory. That's the right word, whatever you want to call it. Like 
she's just like the fact that it leaked as well. You could argue culpability and these kinds of things. Like, I don't know. It just sounds so ridiculous to try and try and say those kinds of things. Loss of income. You have to prove loss of income. You cannot speculate on loss of income. People on Twitter are just calling mm-hmm. you a TSM apologist, which is just so tilting because uh, maybe I just need to not look at I mean, it's easier if you don't understand anything to then su- suggest things. It's much easier to suggest things you have no concept of because then you're never wrong. Yeah. If you don't understand what you're saying anyways. Look, I just, uh, I, I, this is a, a tough situation where like, I understand why Twitch chat is outraged and why Reddit is outraged, right? Yeah. They feel like this is an improper situation. The problem is you cannot just sue people. One, one for all we know. Well, technically you can. Technically you can sue and have a horrible case. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. And you yeah, tie yeah. them up in legal fees. But, but, but my like, point is we don't, we don't know if there is a suable situation here or not because we are not legal experts, but people who just say like pe- people want there to be some sort of repercussions and what I'm saying I, we'll, we'll is I think the there's entirely a world here. I think there's entirely a world here where this is not a good thing that happened, but also there's no like repercussions that could occur. So I, I want to get back. I'm tired. Of I mean, to, 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 let's, let's wrap this call up. The point that Travis and I are making is like, we agree that this is not a good situation and things should be looked at. But when people keep pointing at the players association, which has its problems with conflict of interest, potentially with Bjergsen and multiple TSM members, even if you strip those away and you say, what do you want the, the players association to do i don't even think that there's a there's a clear case for what they should do and maybe i'm wrong but that's the point that travis and i are making is without defending tsm at all if i was in the players association shoes and, and like dardock came up to me and be like hey isn't this fucked up i'd be like yeah we also don't, I don't know, know what dardock to do would want to take action right like <laughs> yeah if well, the players association I mean, like, could do this would dardock you know, if let's say Lena goes to him and is like, I'm so sorry that this happened. We've actually been trying really hard to get you something. Like, I should have never said something. I publicly and, and, apologize. And he goes, okay, whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to sue you. Um, like, there's just so many assumptions that are being made about... Right. And and so, Dana in Twitch chat, who works with uh, Golden Guardian, says, I actually think the PA has more power here than they normally would. I would love to hear where Travis and I are wrong as well. Yes. That's the thing to make, too. Is like, I don't think that Travis and I know everything. And so, if there's a point that we're missing, I'd love to hear it. But... The take legal action angle to me is feels pretty limited and realistically looking at it. Well, especially when it's being suggested by people who don't have like a clear, like who are throwing out terms like loss of wages or defamation without having clear understandings of what those means. Like, I guess what I would say is if there's like an employment lawyer, for instance, who wants to call in and explain like where the law is on this in California... Happy to take that call, but like, yeah, I don't just know. spamming I don't random really legal stuff. terms in Twitch chat is not necessarily going <laughs> to yeah. be a great way to have this conversation. Um, and the other problem here is just that Twitch chat's being much too short-sighted. Like, a much more reasonable thing to say is that the membership of the board needs to be more balanced towards all the teams. 100%. And, that, and, yes. I, and I think it's reasonable to, obviously there was something happened that made something happened here that made people feel bad that may or may not have uh, legal implications or issues with TSM and Dardock, and that's for them to work out. But the, the Players Association could do something like create like creating a forum that's a neutral venue for airing these disputes. I mean, they might. Yeah, they, I, I mean, think they could you could do that right now. And I, th- I think it's better to look to the future and say that when something truly terrible happens, this has yeah. been a, a, a moment where we've created the infrastructure to deal with that. 
For sure. I think you can say, I want the Players Association to make a public statement. You know, like while that doesn't do something in and of itself, at least you're putting the collective weight, arguably, of, of the, the league's players behind this and saying, hey, we're standing behind Dardock and yada, 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 whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think there's some structural changes potentially that you need to look at with, with the things that we already covered, as well as can this be addressed so in the future, if similar things happen, you have more of a, an avenue to pursue. Um, so I, I think the other thing I've been thinking about, hold on, I was gonna say we have Dom in the waiting room. If, if you want to, no, 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 I just want to wrap up this call. Okay. Final, um, final point, even though we said it like three times. So, so because, well, you've said it three times. I've said, I've it. said it. Um, I think what I will say here is you, to your point, there needs to be change on the, on the board member list or like the, whatever the executive committee or whatever. I worry that there will not be because players are not generally invested in the Players Association. And I do not think that there's a very high likelihood that a group or a significant group of the players within the Players Association will speak up and say, hey, the executive board is in a bad place. We need to change it. Um, and I just don't, I don't foresee, like in the same way that the Players Association hasn't seen dramatic change because people haven't been invested enough in making change in it, I don't foresee the players becoming invested enough to make changes here. So I would, I wouldn't be surprised if things don't change, I guess is what I would say. Cool. You ready for the next caller? Yes. Thanks, Casey Clark. Anything you want to say before we move on to the next caller? Uh, yeah, just one final thought. Uh, show for Alienware, for all your ethically compromising discussions that you need to have not aired. Use Alienware. Great. Thanks so much for the call. I just want to say, since people are commenting on it, um, this is a, a can of wine, which I did not want, but my girlfriend bought, didn't like it, and passed it off onto me like three hours ago, and I've been nursing my way through it. Um, I'm very glad to be done with it. It's quite bad. Great. Anyway, um, let's move on to the next caller. Uh, Mark, Mark is off grabbing them. Let's see. Uh, some subs in the chat. Thank you to Retroburn, Backlog Bandit, Kyle0808 for gifting 10 subs. Oh, that's awesome, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, oh, never nude one gift as a sub to Papa Smithy Schleppard. It's Kyle, Kyler, Nemsic, Titan's Wrath. Oh, there's been a ton of people. It's Armand. Uh, and, Dom's uh, here. Oh, Dom. Welcome, Dom. Where are you calling from? <laughs> Um, calling from Santa Monica. Do you hear anything in the background by any no. chance? No. Oh, no, okay. I, my, all right. My noise good. gate is working then. All right. Okay. All good. All good. Uh, what, what's your take or what's your opinion? Well, I mean, like, where do you want to start on the whole situation? Because I think, I think, I think okay, you go. go ahead. Well, I was uh, just going to, well, I was just going to say like at the beginning, the, the whole problem originally, like the whole thing that Monte and Thorin were talking about, the reason why this whole thing was a drama was because of the speculated conflict of interest that uh, existed within the relationship between Doublelift and Lena, like whether they're on the same team, on opposite teams, what, like whatever. Doesn't matter. You have like somebody who works in management that is extremely close with the player, so there's probably going to be things discussed that, you know, normally should not be discussed or shouldn't be known um, if you are like a player either on TSM or on another team. And up until this point, they just had like plausible deniability, right? Like you could just say, hey, no, we just actually don't discuss those things. You know, we keep it professional. And anyone who's been in a relationship probably knows, oh, if you live with a girl, um, 
or you live with a guy, you're going to be discussing most of like your biggest problems within your work field with each other. But, you know, there's no way to actually prove that. So nothing could be done. But now we have like pretty much evidence that this has gone on. Like we, like we have it leaked here. But then the other thing that she admitted on Reddit was that she's done this before. And I don't even know if she realized that she was admitting that she had taken work calls while Doublelift was streaming, which probably means she's also taken it while he wasn't streaming. So I think like that now, like there's so much that's blown up where the league can't just play a blind eye anymore. You can't just say, Hey, well, we just don't know that this existed. Like now you have evidence that it exists and you have the person admitting that it's existed before. This wasn't just a one-time thing. So like, what does the LCS do from here with this new evidence that there is a conflict of interest? within this relationship. I mean, I think they do nothing. I think what they're going to say is that this well, doesn't break any rules and they'll just say, this is something for the players association to sort out, which I'm not saying is the correct answer. I'm just saying, given how they've handled yeah, things convenient. in the past. I agree with you that that's what I think they're going to do, but how right. fucked up is that? Like, isn't yeah. that like super, super fucked up that now there's going to be a, a conflict of interest just allowed to exist? Where it's like, hey, yeah, I mean, Delft can be on TSM, and obviously, if the president is taking calls about players in front of him, if there's ever a problem with him or, like, another player, like, he's definitely going to have just an edge in that conversation. If my girlfriend controlled things in an organization that I was a part of, I would definitely have more sway with what goes on within the organization than a normal player should. So, like, I, to me, it just seems like there, there needs to be something done. Either Lena should not be working on League of Legends anymore, or, like, there, there should be something done by the league to prevent, like this from happening in some way either double lift is not allowed to play for the same team or they're like i i don't know what can be done necessarily but i feel like some change has to be issued and this is like for the lcs to figure it out yeah it's it's weird for me because i i don't see the league doing anything and even if i'm like what what should they do the same way i was asking before about like what should the player association do because this is something that makes tsm you know strictly looked unprofessional or whatever uh, and like you're saying about if one of the players has information about things that they shouldn't have information about, mm-hmm. you know, that makes only them have a, a problem. It, it's not necessarily a league-wide problem then. I mean, I guess it is maybe if Lena's, like, sharing information. Like, if Jack called Lena and then she was telling Peter, like, I guess, you, like, Jack could argue that was a league problem. But otherwise, it feels now somewhat isolated to TSM unless... Double if leaves CSM at the end of this split as well, and they're still dating or something. Not to so mention, like, and again, this isn't what not this is not what people want to hear in Twitch chat or on Reddit because they they're out for blood. But I feel like it, TSM has plausible deniability, so they can say like, "Oh yeah, we had this conversation about Dardock," but all those other conversations I've I referenced on Reddit in the past, they were all like sponsor conversations or conversations about other you know, content things. And, you know, those were the business conversations I was re- referring to. And so, like, look, I'm I'm just trying to say how I see this playing out on the right I mean, side. I mean, I just don't see, like, how how there could be any deniability still allowed to exist because you you have evidence that they talked about a player. And then she goes into a Reddit thread and says that they're, they have, she has had conversations, like, business meetings. Now, obviously, you don't know what those entail. Obviously, there could be, this could be the only roster thing that's happened. But if this is happening in, in, in front of Doublelift, like, on stream, you have to think about, like, how it builds up to that. Like, obvi- okay, so if something, let's, let's take me, for example, right? Let's say a clip comes out 
Dom does crack on stream, right? Blows up. <laughs> Holy shit, Dom's doing crack on stream. It's fucked up. Like, fucking ban him. Like, all that shit, right? <laughs> Think about how it gets to the point where I am doing crack on stream, right? Like, I'm probably going to be doing crack by myself, right? And then I'll be doing crack in front of my girlfriend. And then by the time that I'm doing crack in front of my girlfriend's stream, like, we're doing all types of crack out here. Like, think about how much cracks went up my nose at that point, right? So, like, you have to think about, like, what is actually happening here for it to be leaked on a stream. Like, this is such, like, a, a huge lapse of judgment, right? So, so for me, you have to think about, like, the buildup. And then now you have to, like, if this is what's being exposed to the public, like, what could be going on behind closed doors? Yeah, I mean, I think... What I an episode or two ago, Travis and I were talking about this and we we're like, un undoubtedly, like conversations have come out. It's just, you know, could Riot prove them before? Uh, and like what you're saying about plausible deniability. Even now, you know, like, you know, like what I think happened and what they they can still prove or like then what what are you supposed to do with it? I don't even know. Like, I think that's that's the weird thing, because any of us who have had a significant like you're saying, Dom, like. My girlfriend comes home and complains about her coworkers all the time. I talk about, you know, private league shit with her, stuff like that. It's just how, how relationships go. Mm -hmm. But like, even, even with this saying, oh, I've, you know, her, her post kind of making it seem like, or making it pretty obvious she talked with other people before, that's still not like, does that constitute proof? And then like, what should the league do? Because well, I, so mean, I know, like, I know so like legally, I don't, I don't think, I don't think legally they're going to have that great of a case, but I think yeah. that. I mean, the LCS is its own entity, right? Like, they can do things that make sense for them. I mean, obviously, like, I was fucking banned from the LCS for a year. That didn't have to, like, I, we didn't, didn't have to go through, like, legal hoops to, like, prove yeah. anything that I deserve that that type of punishment. Like, they can just do whatever the fuck they want. That's, like, the part, that's the part that they wanted. They wanted all the control of being the LCS. So, the way that I see it is it's up to them to make judgments on what they think possibly happened. And based on what you're seeing on, on Reddit, based on what she said, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up, right? Like, okay, I'm sure that, that you can go through it and be like, oh, well, she said that she's had meetings before, uh, but maybe, she, like, before is technically any time before right now. So that means that, like, maybe she was only having talks about TSM what, when Doublelift was officially on TSM. Mm -hmm. But if you're using your brain, you're like, okay, she's she's probably been talking about TSM business in front of Doublelift when he was on TL as well. So that's, like an admission there and if you really are trying to be smart about it and read between the lines like how do you not arrive at the conclusion that this is unhealthy for the league yeah i mean i think <laughs> i think what's very true is that repeatedly this is forcing the league to analyze like i mean i think we talked about this on a, on a previous episode like a lot of traditional sports leagues to my limited understanding of traditional sports leagues have rules uh, against relationships between players yes. and different folks. Mm -hmm. I think what's interesting is LCS did not say anything whenever this first came out. And I, you got to imagine that Greeley, the commissioner, every week now, like first it's like, okay, whatever, we're not going to do anything. Then it becomes, okay, he's going to TSM, he's not going to do anything. Like this has got to be an on like upcoming conversation that is going to continue to happen for them. I'm curious if there's at some point in time where they do feel like they have to make the, the change. Yeah, and yeah I, it has to be done. Like that's 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 something that they have in most major companies in America, where like the CEO of McDonald's can't date a McDonald's employee. Like that's just not a right. thing that's allowed to happen. So. But that's 
So I saw, I saw that one because I was I was deep in the Reddit threads, you know, for the last couple of hours. I, I saw that reference brought up too, but that was a like McDonald's internal policy, I believe, as well, which is where yeah, which which all these things are going to be internal policies, I'm right? Sure which the, is the, the same like sports leagues have the same internal policies. Yeah, yeah, and so that's what I was going to say is I wonder if you know what Travis was saying. Riot just stays hands off and is like, if this is creating problems at TSM, TSM should sort it out, not us, and they just. Kind of I, yeah, that's what I it. think. I think Riot doesn't want to ever have to do these types of things if they don't if they have an excuse not to. And mm-hmm. so it's long until you see a smoking gun. And again, I like I've closed all my windows, so I can't see Twitch chat right now. But I know people are going to get angry about that and say Travis is a Riot shill or something. I'm not saying that that's the way. We are only having discussions about what will actually happen. And I don't, regardless of, of what 80 Wood thinks, like, I, I feel like Riot's policy has been hands off until there's a smoking gun. And then once there's a smoking gun they're for, and they're forced to do something, that's when they take action. Is this I think, not a smoking gun? Is this not enough? I think like, that they will say it is not enough. They, they want, like, Skype logs and shit. If I had to guess, you know, like, where yes. they can see. I mean, you literally have, like, the audio of her talking about a part of the TSM business that that the player should not know about regarding the LCS roster. I think Riot will say we don't have a rule uh, forbidding a play a t- owner from discussing something like that in front of a player. I mean, I just don't know when that's ever fucking mattered. Like, when when does it matter when they had a rule? Like, when I got fucking banned, you, there was no <laughs> rule about that shit. So, like, that's, like, the, the reference point I'm going to. Like, well, if, I think if, if the- I got fucked by, by Riot Games using their same fucking rule book, then why does there now need to be a rule set in stone? Like, isn't that just favoritism towards like orgs that obviously are like super popular? I think within to, your scene. To go back to the traditional sports analogy, I think all these different leagues operate differently under different commissioners, and so I think you can look at like I don't know if you would have been banned, for instance, underneath the like for instance solo. Oh, without seems Jason to have Katz, having, no, probably not. Yeah, probably or, not. well, exactly, right? So like <laughs> the leadership over there is dramatically different mm-hmm. now. And I think that that's what has changed their policies to be less aggressive. But Travis, about what about stuff. the consistency? I, Don't I, they care I, about consistency? I mean, Wasn't tradi- that their whole thing? I, again, in, in traditional sports, I feel like things change based off of the commissioner. I think that's what we're seeing here. I'm not yeah, trying to argue I, with you. I'm just saying like that's why I'm just trying to answer your question as to why I think you see less consistency because commissioners have different takes on stuff. And also, Dom, you were you were toxic. You weren't yeah, you sure. weren't to- saying sure. things you shouldn't have said in front of pro players. I think, yeah. I think to your point, no, like, that's, that's a lot worse. Like, think about it like this. What happens if Doublelift, like, flamed a teammate on that stream? Like, yeah. then he probably needs to be banned from LCS. Like, that's the real fucking problem there. So I'm yeah. really happy to see that, like, regardless of what was being said and, you know, potentially, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars being lost for a player, um, at least we didn't see anyone's feelings get hurt. <laughs> I think where I'll leave this is the smoking gun that we're talking about is only about the tsm internal dealings and the circumstantial bit comes to when peter was probably still on on tl and what they were saying and that's why i think riot will probably still say hands off if there was like if someone scoured through double vods of him streaming on tl and found a similar clip i feel like then riot would step in but if it's just the tsm one and us assuming i think I think they'll stay hands I mean, off. Isn't it unhealthy for a player to be hearing like roster decisions? Like let's say let's say you have a new player coming in. Like there's a reason why you can why you can't approach other players, right? In terms of like the poaching rules. Like you mm-hmm. can only approach the org themselves. So isn't it a problem that like calls are like now we have evidence that 
calls and roster moves are being discussed in front of a player because even if it's like okay this is a problem within tsm because it's and, it, and it's not really only within tsm because of dardock's being traded like it's obviously like you know has to deal with other teams etc let's say a player comes in and double if gets wind of a potential roster change or something happening within tsm or you know like how orgs talk to each other right so when a player goes into like the the off season, the free agency. They talk to a bunch of different teams, and like TSM will be like, "Hey, okay, like we're trying to get Xmithy." I mean, that was like one of the ones that was leaked was, "Is Xmithy going to TSM, etc." And then if players like know that, couldn't that affect the ecosystem because there's this extra knowledge known by by players that shouldn't have the information? Like, obviously, there are things that are leaked to players either way. That it's like, hey, like you know, don't tell anyone, but this this is like what we're talking about. I mean, that's For, uh, on that front. Yeah. I feel like that happens regardless, right? Like, well, so that's owners go true. to team owners go to the players during the off season and say, "Hey, who do you want on the team, or who do you not want on the team?" Mm-hmm. Um, so I, f- I feel like play. Like, I'm not saying that it's a great thing. Like, if she, for instance, a great example of a really bad thing to have happened that that we don't know is like, was she on the phone negotiating with Steve for Peter? When Peter's right there. When Peter's right there, that's really fucking weird. And like, yes, uh, and that, yeah. that that could that could happen. But and... I think I think if it's just if to your point, and I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm understanding mm-hmm. it. If the question is, is it bad for her that him to hear, for instance, that they're thinking about trading Bjergsen? Like, I don't know because she could have normally like a, a team owner would normally go to a player on the team and say, hey, we're thinking about making this change sure. or whatever, and then, right? and then the other thing you have to think about, like, so with, the, so the point that I'm getting to within that is like, isn't it weird now that a player could have like, like an unhealthy amount of pull within his organization? Like let's say double starts underperforming. Like now people are at risk of getting benched that are on the team that are not double because of the fact that like, you know, he has this extra, you know, information, he has this extra power. So like, because, of their relationship because obviously like most likely i mean obviously you can you can make the argument that people are going to you know always uphold themselves to the highest standard which obviously based off this it's really hard to like argue rationally but i know i know legally you could definitely argue this wouldn't it be an issue now that because of like the, the fact that there is mismanagement you can have double potentially staying on the roster for too long you can have like the, their own roster like players within the lcs be potentially fired unfairly or double be kept on unfairly like aren't these now issues that are being brought up as well i would think so i mean this is something we talked about with steve last week was like to travis's point i would say most players are pretty in the know about a lot of off-season moves kind of going on of you, i mean you, like if, I, if i'm knowing about the tsm speaker thing three weeks ago i'm sure that these players know about the tsm speaker right exactly like like, like we've, we've probably all heard that dardock was getting shopped around and so like mm-hmm. how these rumors start and who knows and all this stuff it's not all going to be pursued legally or even within the, the league system and fines and these kinds of, of whatever is going to going on but that's not to say that you shouldn't have preventative measures set up to at least try and hamper this kind of stuff which is like the, the the drug war argument that people always have is you know like oh it's not stopping it but it's like you know people are always going to do drugs but it doesn't mean you should just legalize all of them or, and stuff like that you know like so I, I kind of understand the argument that like the league probably should have had or look into having better preventative rules about what kinds of things are acceptable to them than um 
trying to do it reactively now because they're like Travis is saying, what rule did this specifically break? I'm not a, a rule expert. Maybe there is one, but I, I would be surprised if there was. And that's kind of the problem is when you start getting into these really weird situations, there's not precedence or, you know, predefined things to point to, uh, which makes it really weird. I'm yeah. so fascinated to know if if they ever will make a rule about the relationship thing and when they do that and how they handle it, right? Like, does the 2021 rulebook for the LCS just casually have this new rule in? And then when asked about it, they're like, uh, we've grandfathered some people in the same way we grandfathered in whenever they made the, <laughs> these. These the, relationships well, existed I mean, prior to the rule. Yeah, yeah the regional thing will, we'll, like, whenever it was like, we're, we don't allow certain uh, teams, you know, but uh, players, you can't have more than yeah, you two better, imports. You better watch but, out, Travis. Maybe maybe they don't let interviewers uh, be involved with people from, yeah, from yes, uh, exactly. teams. Yes, exactly. So you, you could get screwed I here. would just like to clarify, oh, by the way, that, uh, <laughs> that any, like, we have specifically set up two separate rooms where Anytime she's working, she's in that room whenever she's here, and I'm in this room, and we do a lot of things to make sure that nothing ever gets uh, heard. But anyway, yes, it is It Wait, is very so, fun. So, so, so what goes. you're saying is that you have more systems set up in your house where you're not actually, like, part of any team. You're just a reporter. You have more well, systems set up in your reporter. house to... Well, okay. Part of <laughs> just, Whatever the kidding. fuck you are, Travis, <laughs> man. I don't fucking know. Dude, all I know is you're fucking flexing a sugarfish box behind you on campus was, so that we so, know that you're eating good. It was so good, by the way. It's like $30. Okay. Let's calm okay. down. Yeah, $40 meals, bro. He's just having them delivered on the regular. Okay, we get it. I, I Either way. up, by the way. I did not Either way, my point, my point is you're going through more lengths to try to avoid any potential like tampering or conflict of interest within your relationship than in... The, and I'm not sure what uh, position your girlfriend has, but uh, she's CEO, I believe. Yes. Or yes. okay, so CEO, president, and player. It seems like that would be a lot more of an issue to like, yeah. especially I mean, I, like like competing teams. Like, I feel like that would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not crazy situation. I, I think uh, I'm not interested in doing a comparative analysis between my best friend's <laughs> relationship with his conflict of interest and my relationship with my conflict of interest, but. Uh, oh, I'm interested in doing that. I, I know, <laughs> and you have a great show, at which you should. I would tune in for a 30 minute segment right. comparing my okay. relationship to Peter. Awesome, awesome. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sure to call. I might, I might have to now. To I mean, this. shit, yeah. we could have got, got the views on your channel, but if I'm just gonna have to do it on my, I mean, I, I'm not complaining. Well, I think I'm not interested in the. I, the, the, there are trade-offs uh, that you have to make sometimes in views versus the uncomfortable relationship or conversations you need to have in your relationship where it's like, hey, hey honey, yes, I did spend an hour analyzing my relationship with you publicly um, and how it works. I, <laughs> I think I will, yeah. I will take the turn off on views for that. Um, yeah, instead you're going to have to rationalize how, uh, you know, you've, you have somehow let a notorious flamer and a angry ginger have that conversation without you involved to advocate for yes, yourself well, in the future. Yes, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, neither of these things are great, uh, but I unfortunately we made the decision whenever we went public for uh, these events to occur. So unfortunately, that's the world I live in now. Uh, yeah. Mark, do you want to wrap up this call for me since you? Started? Is there a way to, or is it just thanks for coming on, Dom? <laughs> hey, this is my show now, bro. This is this is fucking. Welcome uh, to the Crackdown. Send, yeah, send welcome, your... welcome to the Crackdown, Travis edition. Yeah, do you have? Can you send your assets to Travis to pull up on screen instead of the Hotline League for a second? Uh, I, I, I gotta fucking have them make it with the at Travis Gafford gif. I mean, if I give you the ones no. right now, it's gonna have Jacks, which might be a Mark. Even Mark, more save me quick, please. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dom. This has been great. I'm glad we got to talk uh, the conflict of interest angle. 
okay. don't know if we, we covered it perfectly, but it was fun. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Yeah. I, I sure. have to do an ad break now. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for calling in. Good luck hey, on no your problem. show. Anytime. Yeah. All right, everyone. That was exhausting. Let's take let's take <laughs> let's take a quick break. Talk about Alienware. Uh, they've got some exciting news, which I may be aware of, but uh, am under embargo about until they announce it uh, this coming week. But um, you should tune in on... I'm trying to remember the date. I should have had this written down, but I, everything's been crazy. Oh, on uh, the 13th, which is in two days, you should tune in uh, to their social channels and take a look at what it is that they are announcing and talking about. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to that. I think also we still have... I believe we still are giving away... Oh, here's a good thing to talk about. Uh, we were doing, and I believe are still doing, over at alienwarearena.com slash Travis, a giveaway where we're doing chests. Now, we were uh, under the Hextech chests. We were under the impression that those were supposed to come with keys. There was some sort of mix-up. They didn't come with keys. Now, if you got a... If you signed up for it previously, you will now get a key to unlock the chest that you had. It should have hit your email. Go take a look. Should have happened, I think, in the past couple of days, but keep an eye out for it if it hasn't shown up yet. Now, if you sign up, you definitely do get the key. I think you get two codes now. So now everyone who got the Hextech chest gets a key. If you if you want to get one, you can get you can sign up over at alienwarearena.com slash Travis. I'm gonna look at Twitch chat for the first time to go ahead and put it in there. Anywho, thank you so much to uh everyone for oh wow, that got us a lot of viewership. Um anyway. Uh, take a look at uh, AlienwareArena.com slash Travis for more info. Mark, how much longer are we going to spend on the conflict of interest stuff? Because I think we should talk about Kabe and maybe some more. I, I was looking for a Kabe caller right now. The only one I can see is spamming about how good Misfits is going to do, which is a bit of a different angle on it, potentially. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't yeah, know. I think we're okay to talk about that because we can talk about it in, in reflection of his time on TSM. Yeah, I'm just less of an expert on the EU stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different to talk about. But anyways, we have one caller, so I'll grab him and I'll keep looking for topics. Cool. Uh, let's take a look at my subs. By the way, and by the way, I know people would love for us to talk about the stuff for two hours straight and it would get a ton of views. But we talked about it for an hour and 15 minutes. So anyone who says that I copped out on talking about it is wild. Uh, Suck, thank you for the three months in a row. Months delicious, 20 months. Drew2GG, thank you for the prime. Uh, Rive, thank you, thank you for the thousand bits. Connor, thank you for the 14 months. Ferber2 gifted a sub. Uh, Yoni sent a sub and Ferber2 gifted another sub. Uh, Diff you ready to lose some viewers, Travis? Yes, here we go. All right, uh, here we go. Rob Shabotsky. Welcome to hey, the show. Jess. What time, where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Taipei. From Taipei? That's crazy. Yeah. What time is it there? Yeah, man. What's up? It is just afternoon right now. Mark, did your animals just uh you hear that? Stuff? Yeah. My, my, the orange cat sometimes just tweaks out hard. Like, he just loses uh, like what's going on around him and just goes spasmo. He's fine. Also, do you see who's waiting in the general channel down uh there i don't know if he wants to come wait on, who is it i looked is it on Crumbs? Discord. yeah where is he in general in general yeah go go check him out all right I'll, I'll move him cool okay um rob what do you want to talk about 
So uh, my take was really kind of going to be about how I feel that uh, Lena uh, kind of uh, screwed the pooch on this one and made TSM look pretty bad. But uh, since you guys already talked about that a little bit, I wanted to specifically kind of focus on her comments about Lenovo and how potentially kind of like throwing your sponsor under the bus in this uh, PR scandal, you know, immediately as kind of like this reflex uh, is pretty bad for TSM. And uh, I think this kind of just makes... Like, TSM, of course, but LCS and esports as a whole kind of look worse uh, through this whole thing. And I was actually kind of wondering what your take was on that, uh, Travis. I mean, this is super complicated for me because, like... I'm I'm gonna let Mark handle this one because what I no I I picked this specifically for you. You love uh, talking business. And yeah, all this I like talking about business, shit. but like, I, I'm gonna be candid were... here. I know I'm gonna be candid here and say like I am conflict of interested by the Alienware thing. So I guess if 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 I have yeah, to talk but about we're it, we're conflict of interest out the ass. No one cares about us. Yeah, it's true. Um, so like my question is, as someone who works with sponsors more closely than I do, for the most part, uh, you know. What would you expect, if any, blowback to be f- from this? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give a very unsatisfying answer, and people are going to think it's because I'm trying to dodge. I'm not trying to dodge. It, it entirely ma- to re- de- uh, depends on the brand. So some brands, for instance, are they, they run through an agency, and they do spends with... And I, I don't have much insight into Lenovo because I haven't worked with them. They run through agencies and they do spends with teams or influencers or whoever where all they really care about is impressions. And at the end of the month, they get delivered like a spreadsheet on, hey, here's how many impressions they delivered. And unless something like really bad happens where like somebody drops like a racist slur or something like that, they don't tend to notice. And so, you know, for all for all I know, perhaps the brand doesn't notice. On the other hand, there are some that are like, you know, they're fans of the you know, like oftentimes people end up getting sponsored because fans of that brand or that team or that player are working at wor- working there and they're like tuned in and watching everything. And then, and then it becomes a thing. So like there are, I, it, you, you run, there are as many different takes on sponsors as there are like personalities of people and you never really know what you're going to get. So, um, in this situation, I don't know. I think obviously like, there could be somewhere it's like, hey, you kind of, you know, wish you hadn't mentioned our brand in that situation. I don't think they're not going to lose the sponsorship because of this. Um, I, I would be shocked if, if any brand did that. It just becomes like a conversation about, hey, you know, I wish that you hadn't mentioned us that way or whatever. It, cer- yeah. it certainly doesn't feel like it's good PR for Lenovo. So that, not, not right. too big of a deal in the end. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I, I just felt that, you know, this whole thing is being handled kind of unprofessionally, right? And, um, like, you know, Mark was saying this isn't that big of a deal because it's like, oh, you know, Dardock is, you know, everybody knew about that. But, like, if this was, like, some really big shocking thing that got leaked, you know, and then it turned into a much bigger deal and then, you know, she's dropping Lenovo's name for some reason, you know, I just, I just feel that it's, 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 it's really not a good look for TSM um with because like lena is the president right so you know I, I felt that a lot of hate that was directed at her recently by like uh thorn and you know those people um were, was kind of unfair in a lot of ways but i think this is really kind of like you know how do you go back from this i mean i think that the fact that she issued multiple public apologies is pretty clear evidence that like tsm also knows that this was a fucked up moment and like not good for them um, and so you're going to ha- have a hard time finding anyone who disagrees with you on, on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, what I think tangible repercussions are is different than what I think 
of the situation, which I've tried, I've been trying to say for, for a while now, like I, I still, part of me is like, you know, that, that, that a twit longer apology doesn't, doesn't scratch the itch that we've kind of been talking about for a large part of this night. So like, I wonder if CSM says something else at some point, if they put out like a video apology or something more formal, I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see though, because I agree with, with your ultimate point about like, a lack of professionalism that that seems to come through from it. Yeah, I think the fact that she didn't like even address this, the fact that, you know, she was discussing these matters in front of a, another player is definitely, you know, a big deal and kind of plays into that lack of professionalism thing that I was talking about. You know, and it's it's yeah. just I think it's, 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 it's that, that that apology, if anything, made it worse and gave people more ammunition for like, all right, this is why, you know, she's not suited maybe for this position anymore because Mark. she's. Yeah. Do you think that they? I'm curious. Like, I'm not separating the should they, shouldn't they. Do you think that they will? Um, I would actually put it at decent odds that they do. Um, because the twit long, like, this is obviously a big deal based off the public thing. Like, if I look at the the League of Legends subreddit right now, how many of the top threads are about this? Hold on. Even the TSM uh, server that turned against them. So yeah, the t the top four threads are all about it. Is <laughs> the leak? <laughs> there's Cutie Pie. There's Kabe joining, which is technically not the same thing. And then there's Rich's thing. And then there's like a couple more down. Lena's apology. You know, it's a big deal. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit more follow up in a more formal fashion. But I I you know I don't know if they'd ever address the quote unquote elephant in in the room. I don't know yeah. if they do. Uh, because I feel like it's not very TSM-esque for them to say anything else. Like, they tend to do a lot of... Like, even really? the apology is not... They don't They do not do too many, like... I'm trying to think of their other, like, controversies, so to speak. And I feel like, I feel like they address them. Like, Dyrus and Reggie getting in a fight, you know? Like, didn't, didn't they say some shit about that? I feel I mean, like yeah, but Reggie's some... pretty far... Like, he, he doesn't do much in the public anymore. And so I, don't, I just like, I bring this up just cause I'm very curious as to whether or not it will happen. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it would, it's not a very TSM thing to do to issue further statements or further transparency for Reggie. So that's, I bring that up because it'll be just very fat. If they do, in my opinion, it'll be like a really big deal because they don't tend to do that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's a big deal right now, so maybe it's enough to, you know, yeah, change, yeah. change their policies a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with Travis, though. I can't see, like, Reginald coming out and just, like, you know, throwing Yeah, I, I didn't mean Reginald specifically. I just meant that, like, Well, the overall, problem is if it's not it Reggie, like... then who? It's either Lena says more or Reggie says something, right? I think, like, if, if there was going to be moves kind of behind the scenes, she'll probably just, like, give a I'm stepping down sort of a thing yeah. if there was going to be changes of that level. I mean, like, right, we don't know how Dardock feels about this, so, like, Maybe Darrock is watching this being like, yo, everyone's making a big deal out of this, but I don't really give a shit. Yes. And maybe, you know, TSM spins that a little bit in their favor where they, they have a little bit of an interview with Lena, like we're saying, and a little bit of an interview with, with Dardock and, and, you know, just kind of like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I can see that. Lena did say, and I quote, no one feels worse about this situation than I do. So obviously. <laughs> yeah, we, we were memeing about that one a little bit. Yeah. There, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good meme material out here. It's pretty uh, bad. I'll say. Any anything yeah. else that you want to say before we move on to the next caller? No, I think that's about it. You guys covered it pretty well for me. So uh, yeah. 
Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, Thanks for having me on, guys. Shout out to TKS. Have a good one. Bye. How happy about this drama, Travis, and no one talking about Cap or Kobe right now? Stop. Um, Okay. Uh, You want to grab the next call? Oh, you're already grabbing the next call. Some more subs. Thank you to... Uh, Razzle Plaza <laughs> gifted us up to Conflict of Interest. Uh, P- <laughs> Pega Industries, Ronald and Ho, and Hitori Ni, and Gavo265. Oh, okay. Uh, we have the ultimate king of interpersonal drama joining us. Crumbs is here. <laughs> Crumbs. I don't know if that's a good title or not. I don't, I don't know. It's not a good title. Crumbs, we tried to get you on, it. but I think you didn't get Mark's message in time, but we thought I you was, would be the expert. I was having dinner, and I was being a courteous dinner host by not using my phone, so I did not get the message. That's, that's fair. We should have hit you up earlier, but um, welcome to the show. Uh, are we... Do you have a take, or are we, or are we just hanging out with Crumbs now as our guest for the rest of the I, show? I didn't get asked for a take. I didn't come up with a take. Do you want me to make a take? No, no. It's a, well, here's what we'll do. Well, I wouldn't mind hearing your initial. Yeah, yeah. What, just what is your take on it. this? Because you retweeted yourself. Uh, and I <laughs> yeah. Don't know if that was a meme. If, if anyone hasn't seen this video, it is yeah. like surrealist comedy where you're not sure if Crumbs is trolling the whole time or making good points or both. Uh, he well, has honestly, a great, I'm, sure, like, I'm not sure if we'd still know. Uh, I still don't know. No. But anyway, what is your what's your take? Um, well, you know that video came about from personal experience. Obviously, like it, it wasn't entirely just me observing shit. It was me seeing, hey, I'm terrible at this, and if I'm having such a hard time being plucked into this world that suddenly you have an relationships abound you probably don't know what the hell you're doing and that was kind of what it was about and how the the gaming houses just did not help that so i just don't think that those issues have been solved whatsoever where you still have a lot of people that have no idea how to balance personal relationships and and work so like i just don't think that that's something that will ever get down which is why it's hilarious to see it continue to happen like i spent all day just laughing at this shit because it was (laughs) One of the most entertaining things I've seen in a while, because like if you were to even write, because I've been writing a lot, if you were to even write a script like this, you would be a, like you'd be so good, it'd be such a good story, and it's just the content makes itself. So one of the things you kind of talk about is like, you know, people in the scene not having enough restraint on their own, right? Does that mean that you're kind of more in favor of riot policies to help kind of help people? Um, yeah. An interesting mean, way of phrasing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So like, right, right. Okay. It's like we're creating these policies to help people. Yeah, well, it's, it's, not, about, it's not on riot. It, it doesn't fall on riot. I mean, it okay. really falls on the teams initially. Like, obviously, the whole conflict of interest thing. Like, no shit, there's a conflict of interest. I can't believe, like, that didn't get looked at, but... I vouch for the teams that they should be taking a stance towards. So I think Cloud9, we heard um, at the finals that they're doing steps for um, helping their players just develop skills outside of playing the game exclusively. So they have like a book club and they're doing like things outside of the game. That's really what it was all about. Like teach these players to be independent in other areas because they're just pampered so much that you have no idea how to do anything for yourself let alone manage other 
other aspects of your life. So I wanted the teens to take that stance of just mandatory things that make you independent because the more they keep providing these things to the team to the players the more they're babies and the more that they're babies the more the situations like what happened with tsm will go down so it really is i think more on the teams and then the players themselves have to see that the more dependent they are right now the more they're hurting their growth later because once their careers or they lose interest in the game and they are going back into normal life um, that's when they'll realize just how stunted their growth has been. But this didn't come from a player. Well, it came from a mismanagement of, of relationships in the first place, right? Like it was a mismanagement on two parts. It was from, I think, okay, I see what you're saying. Mm. I yeah. mean, it's still like, I don't disagree with anything you said necessarily. <laughs> Well, sh- should an organ like you should? Uh, it's just such a mess. It sh- should not be dating that. Like that. That's it, right? It should not have, like, the trade should not have happened, and this would have been fine, right? Like, if the trade wouldn't would have stayed away from TSM, would have all would all of this have been? I okay? don't know because this could have happened regardless, right? Like, if they were making the move with Dardock, it could have happened. Right, while like Peter was right there anyway. Double if could still be on TL, and this could be going on, which would yeah. be an even bigger issue, I think you could argue. Yeah. But I mean, not necessarily so that, prevent it. What suggestions have you guys? Like, I have not given this any thought whatsoever. So you're putting me on the I'm <laughs> okay, like, well, I don't really know. Like, gotcha. it's going to take me some time <laughs> well, to consider like me, all these things. Like, what do you guys come up with? Well, we, like, we let talked me hear a little bit got. about it. I don't, I don't want to rehash our, our takes on it. But why don't, why don't we do this? Because we've got two more callers to go. Um, Mark, why don't you grab the next caller? And why, then uh, I think Richard Lewis wants to be on the call. You could grab him. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if we're going to have Richard on, but I, why not? I appreciate the heads up. Uh, I love Richard, but he's going to take over just like Dom did. And, uh, and I feel like then the show just becomes like the Richard Lewis show, just like it was like the Dom show. And now this is going to be a huge drama thing for this. So I, I, don't no, I didn't know. see what happened with Dom. No, no I mean, it's fine. I, I liked having Dom on. It's just like I, this becoming like a huge thing where other people who have other shows just take over for 30 Wait, minutes. So you're telling exhausting. me if I make, once I make my own show, I'm not allowed to come back to the Travis Gaffer show. Cause you're afraid that I'll turn it into my own thing. Possibly crumbs. That could be the case. That could be so the case. That's not, you're not as confident as I thought you were Travis. I'm, I'm I'm a very un- like what's going on? I'm a very non-confident person. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Mark, do you want to grab our next two callers? Sure. I'll grab the next one. Okay. All right. Uh, a couple more subs. Um, uh, oh, Richard Lewis said at $10 and said these takes haven't been spicy at all. False advertising. I'm sorry, Richard. You should. I, you will have your own spicy takes, I am sure. Viennes resub for six months. Uh, Acra gifted a sub to Raz. Saucy Entry, thank you for the 14 months. Uh, Pokemans, thank you for the 13. Never Nude gifted a sub to Marks. And Penta Flight, thank you for the two months. All right. Uh, Love and Flow okay. is here. Love and Flow, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Toronto, long-time listener, first-time caller. What do you want to talk about? I think that TSM fans won't care in the end, and if TSM ultimately does well this split, that no one's going to care, and everyone's going to be chanting TSM again. Because, like, if you're a TSM fan, like, at this point, through all the shit you've been through, like, you don't really care. Wait, real quick, are you are you a TSM fan? What is I'm a neutral. Bro? I'm a neutral fan. Like, I've been following League since, like, late season one. So, like, 
for me, I just like follow the league scene and like enjoy it. But honestly, like if you enjoy high level League of Legends and you're like, oh, Double Lift's coming back on TSM, he's got Biofrost, BB's gonna murder people in the top lane, and you got your boy Bjerg, like, okay, Double Lift lives with Lena, you know that. Dardark's leaving, they're getting an Impar jungler probably, like, welcome, as long as you speak English, let's go. Like, that's the TSM fan mentality. And as a league, like, five, six months from now, TSM's at Worlds, and maybe they make it out of groups because of this? Holy shit. This has been... I think this... This is a really insightful call, I actually think, because... Are you tongue-in-cheek right now? No, 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 I, I'm not, like... It is the kind of true that, like, for the TSM fan, I think nothing matters more than winning. So when you give me results, I don't care about how you got them. And I, uh, I mean, I don't know if TSM's going to, like, go to Worlds or whatever. Can you make a, a, tw a Twitch poll right now? Can you do... I was a TSM fan, and I'm I am scared, no longer. I'm scared to look at Twitch chat because this, I Twitch I chat's not doing crazy. Dude, they're just spamming, like, always. Do do a Twitch poll of yes, I was a TSM fan, no longer because of this. Yes, I am a TSM fan, fan. I don't care. And then like, no, I never was a TSM fan. That you know, man. That, okay, okay. So TSM because very scientific. have been eating shit for so long that this is just like, oh, it's a leftover corn in the toilet. as as Lena said, deal. these are trying times. You know. Okay, so what's already the question, been Mark? one more time? Repeat it. Uh, it's I am a TSM fan and I no longer am because of this or you know some wording like that. I am a TSM fan and I still so am because I don't no care. I'm no longer a TSM fan. Like yeah, this has affected my TSM fanship status. Okay, I, there's a, li a character limit, so we're tr I'm trying to. Well, keep that's why I, I don't know the fucking character limit. You gotta interpret I'm no my words. No longer a TSM fan. What's the next one? It's this has affected me. I don't care, and then I never was a TSM. Can abbreviate I don't care with IDC, by the way. People will get that. So you can say some characters. Thank you. And then uh, uh, I, a TSM fan forever, I guess. Baylife. Well, Baylife. Just do Baylife. There's like, I've, I've never, I don't care. As a TSM fan, I do care. And then there's, I'm not a TSM fan. Okay. Because I think I kind of agree with the caller ultimately a little bit. We're like, I don't know how much TSM fans care about this. Everyone else makes a big stink. And I'm, I i don't know. They probably don't have friend. enough information, right? You probably don't even have enough of the information that we do that we live in. Like, we're living in this versus, like, you just kind of see, like, a little tweet here, a video there, and some games here and there. So it probably doesn't mean much to you if you don't have the full context and if you're not personally invested in the well-being of so many of the of the facets of the league that you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, my team's still playing. Bjergsen's still out there. Uh, and we get double it back. Like, sure, pop a cold one and just watch the next I mean, inting. This is pretty fascinating. So the results are, okay, so the vast majority of people aren't TSM fans, 58%. Um, about about half, yeah. Yeah. A little more than half. A little more than half. So let's just throw them out. So uh, it's basically a... Like three-fourths three of the of TSM fans don't care. Have yeah. you considered they could just or, be No, it's around, it's around... It's a little bit more than two-thirds. It's 30% yeah. it's, it's to The majority 15. of TSM fans don't care. Based yeah, off of this hyper-scientific poll we're taking with Twitch chat. No. This is as scientific as you're ever going to get in, in esports. Okay. Okay, now what are the results of this? Yeah, so basically, 56% don't count because they're not TSM fans. 30% don't care. 
and they are TSM fans, and 15% are TSM fans, and they do care, which means a third of, if we could extrapolate this, which you probably can't really, but if you could extrapolate it, only a third of TSM fans care about this at all. And even the level that they care is is a spectrum, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. I think that's true. You guys that sounds come, about right. Okay, so like, have you guys come up with what what course of action should be taken from that's the response from the either the player union riot themselves is there a way to like my take was nothing is going to happen why i think they won't care as well yeah go ahead maybe they think double and and players could be more involved especially on tsm when bergson said they wanted more player oriented specifically so maybe TSM is okay with having double lift and players involved in these discussions. That's a terrible idea. That's, I'm not that's saying it's a great idea. idea. I'm just saying maybe they know and they're okay with it. Uh, they probably don't. Internally. Uh, to answer your question, Crumbs, that's kind of what we've been debating all night is what would the players, what should the players association do? What could they do? What do they, what would we expect them to do? And same questions applied to Riot as well as so, uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not too familiar with the entire organization of the Player Association, but is there anyone beyond, is there anyone that's not a player that's running this? Because if there isn't, yes. I don't have any faith that a player... There's a guy named Hal, who is what has a, he done he's a lawyer, What's and he, done? he organizes it, and his job, his role is to represent the interests of the players, um, and he takes, like, the interesting thing is, I mean, he works with the executive board to do that okay so what has he done uh not, not well, it's, it's difficult to delineate like... what he has done versus what the players association has done i can tell you things that the players association has done i don't know entirely where the line was drawn between the players and his involvement but so mm -hmm. so here's a good example i think uh if for instance, so so for, he was involved in, I think, polling the whole Players Association to find out if they wanted... <laughs> we know how that went down. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. exactly. Well, but I'm just saying, okay. like, he took that poll and then brought that to the... to Riot. And he met, like, had that okay. conversation. So, um, so, like, that's an example of something he's done. I Like, I guess if you're what you're getting at is he's supposed to act unilaterally without input from the players i don't i don't think that that's how that it's set up like they hired him and he serves at their pleasure essentially okay. um i mean the first thing to me that i can come up with is um maybe darduck should be like could he get some sort of compensation in in some sort because that really blows. Like, even if no one was gunning for you the fact that you have absolutely no leverage now if you were to approach somebody with like, hey, you know, I'll settle for less money, like I'll, I'll sell, play for your academy team, like there's just no way for him to have a strong negotiation stance because of that now. Like that is worth a lot, I think. Like leverage in itself is such a powerful tool when it comes to a lot of these contracts getting ballooned out of control. Like, you know, I obviously don't... giant salaries are huge, but like that really messes up somebody up, especially a I... player that was given a chance on TSM like that. I don't disagree, but at the same time, the fact that TSM is trying to move him, as well as usually teams, as far as I know, are pretty aware of most of the moves going on, or at least like what people are looking for. That like, if a player was getting traded and was like, "I'll even play on your academy team," like you're already, I mean, like I said, sure. this, but I'm not the, saying that this the, is the, right. I'm just it's saying like in terms the of principle, like, right? So if you yeah, if you the, principle the principle is totally wrong. 
where it should happen in the case where if, if Dardock was somebody else that had an opportunity to play on another team, you would still want him to feel some sort of compensation. And I, I, I saw Barry being like, listen, if I was an agent, this would be a, a, a huge deal for me. And I, I, I side with him on that. So I think that regardless of whether it's Dardock or not, the precedent has to be acted upon. And, and that's really what all of this is about. It's not about the individuals. It's about remove the remove the nameplates if you will what would happen if the if if this would continue to go on and that's where i think you can start to come up with more actionable things to to happen when's, and when's the last time an org got fined clg wasn't it yeah, oh it no was, no uh, c9 c9, c9. Oh, that was actually pretty recent. Well, well, no, they get fined. So orgs get fined all the time for little things. They used to have a fine tracker up publicly. Um, they do not have it anymore. And I've inquired about it, and they don't they don't post that stuff. And you can't. <laughs> like, it's just not available anymore. So. I love Jack bragging about it. I'm the fine leader. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I believe he's been fined more than anybody else. Um, was it was it but was it by number jack are you the most fine by number of infractions or by just lump sum total yeah i'm sure <laughs> yeah, at the cool. very least i think yeah, CLG, there's a clg's got to be number of infractions because of <laughs> i feel stuff. like clg has to be because it, it was a meme <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. <laughs> yes. um anyway uh, oh sorry I, I wasn't really going anywhere well, we just, are I was going just... way off topic from the call though I think. Yeah, I don't think I I think TSM fans won't care. And I think that's kind of sad that two thirds of TSM fans don't care at all. I'm not saying you have to be like, I'm no longer a TSM fan. I don't support Bjerg for this totally unrelated incident from him. You know, like, I'm not saying you have to get to that level, but Well and to be clear, two thirds of fans don't care now. Imagine what happens like a month from now, how many people will care. Like that to me this is evidence. I mean, has for there TSM. been any drama that it hasn't blown over for the people most part. will forget man there's way bigger things at stake right when some corona thing takes over the news they'll care about that much more than whatever happened with TSM. yeah so, and they, this is a drop in the news that is going around people's head right? and that's I mean, why i don't think that like like i as people have gotten frustrated with me there like i saw somebody tweeted at me that was like oh travis says riot shouldn't do anything about it I am taking note, like, I am not saying people shouldn't do anything, that the Players Association shouldn't do anything, whatever. It's just, it's very easy to, and Reddit and everyone else will say, people should do something. What I am trying to do is say, will anything happen? To have that next step in the conversation, which is, will anything happen? There's no between what you think, think should happen and what will. Right, exactly. So, like, if we all want to just continue the outrage machine, then yes, everything is terrible. And I'm not saying anybody shouldn't be upset or frustrated or that this is an unprofessional situation, but like I always try to go a step further in my content. And in this situation, I would say I do not expect anything to happen because I think crumb like I think over the course of this, we've identified Riot's probably not going to do anything. The Players Association isn't in a situation to do anything. TSM's not going to do anything. TSM's not going to do anything. And people will forget about this. The majority of TSM fans don't care. They don't care right now in the moment in time where it's most likely that they care. What happens if TSM starts winning a ton? They're not going to care. Like, yeah. maybe, and maybe there's... in a world where, like, Dardock comes out and is actually really upset about this, but, like, players don't generally do that. So I would be surprised if he did. Right, um, and, and I've said I wouldn't mind 
if the player association changed their structure a little bit to to get rid of potentially some of these conflict of interest I mean, I think that we're talking should. about. Well, yeah, they I should. Just, yeah. We talked about having more preventative rules in place with Steve last week and stuff like this. We're still in that position that we think that that should happen, but, but that doesn't is, mean will they? And I don't think they will because they think the play like that would require the majority of the players to take action to try to change the makeup of the executive committee. And I don't think that the players are going to do that because the like, players are thinking about their next Valorant game. They're not thinking why, about... Why would anyone want to play for TSM as a player now? Why you have a player that's your boss, you have another one that's receiving information that's essentially only available to management that is already essentially dictate that dictates what happens to your team. Like, that is a terrible environment. You are not equal with your team. You're supposed I mean, you, to be... So I've heard this argument a ton. Team. I've heard this argument a ton, and I'm not even saying that you're wrong, but again, talking about... like. You, I think so many players would play for TSM because they want to... Like, ultimately, players care way less about the politics of the situation and about other If they care, they'd do something themselves. with the fucking Players Association. Yes, exactly. It, <laughs> it, that's evidence to me that, like, like, the fact that the Players Association accomplishes very little, has, like, very low member participation and and was ha had to be set up by Riot is evidence to me that, like, the players don't think enough about the bigger picture to actually go forth and think like, well, I'm not going to play for TSM now. If well, TS, if you have a chance to play with Bjergsen and Doublelift... Uh, well, okay, no, people will take the TSM contract, not because, first of all, players are, only, are not even thinking much, so we can even stop the sentence right <laughs> yeah, there. Yes, yeah. But <laughs> secondly, the Players Association has not had a track record of any actionable things that have really caused any, any significant change in the league, as far as I know, which already puts them in a weak position for moving forward. And then thirdly, players will take a contract for TSM, not because they want to play for TSM, but because they want a contract. They, want to, they just want a contract. They yes. have to play, right, in order to stay relevant. Like, they, they just need to stay afloat. So it doesn't, it, the situation could be as shitty as possible, but it's like, this is just better than not being here. And, and that, that's well, not the environment I, the we want day, to foster. TSM still has, like, star players in the league i i get that like a lot of people might not like double if they might not like Bjerg, they might not like what tsm has done but if you are a new player and you grew up like are new to the lcs and you've spent the last several years wanting to be in the lcs and you have a chance to play with like mvps like double lift and bjergsen sorry like you're going to end up joining tsm and again, like people will say, this is me being a TSM apologist. I'm not. I'm just explaining the mentality of your average pro player. I think Mark and Crumbs will back me up on that. Well, so the other thing I was going to say, this is a bit of a tangent for a second, but like you said that the Players Association helped with some stuff after the Echo Fox thing that happened where they dropped other players right before deadline, right? Yes. Is that just Riot handing them victory? Because I feel like Riot was going to change those rules after what Echo Fox did, anyways. I agree with you. I, I don't want to. I'm not giving any credit to that. It's like, totally speculative on my part, but like I would bet that that Riot yeah. after that happened was already looking at those rules, going, "Yeah, that's kind of bullshit." And then the the player association was like, "Yeah," and then they're like, "All right, you can have this one. We'll say you, you influenced it." I don't think it's entirely wrong for Riot to be altering the rules as they go. Right? It's a new space. It's something that they have yeah. no one has really done before in this capacity. So there is some leeway given to that. I mean, well, has it been used in ways that? are questionable sure but this is a time that i really think this is a time to lay the foot down and be like listen this shit cannot move forward it already has been shown that there is a conflict of interest that directly 
puts a player in a position that is very unlike any other player in the league. Like that just cannot be allowed. Like if I was on a team where I knew, like when if I was on Dignitas and I knew every decision that Odie was going to make around my team, like went to oh, Scara, like yeah, it's like what? Like that is such a crazy like position to be in. Like you, I think do you're so many different problems. things. I think you're and, crazy like, in thinking that Bjergsen isn't already in that position at TSM. You don't I mean, think that they're running point. roster moves by Bjergsen and saying, like, do you want to play with double lift or do you want to play with this player? Like, again, like, I... Oh, okay, okay. Was, that's, a, that's a good point. Now, I, I want to draw an That doesn't mean that you're wrong, though, yeah. to be All fair. Right. And that's, it's, I'm not yeah. saying that, like... So, yeah, so I want to help your point, though, because I want to draw a parallel to what I've been hearing is the development of gameplay in the NBA, where it's so much... Like, the coaching is not so much the coach. The coach just becomes a, a manager of... of personalities and you have the players doing more of the shot calling so the logical step would be the players are doing more of the the actual strategy the players are doing more of the actual people that they want to work with so maybe the maybe the future does involve us a much more involved player than what we currently stand for like maybe that is the trend that is happening across multiple games and not just esports but if that's the case then that's the precedent that has to be set now so everybody rolls with it or abolish it whatsoever like i mean this is my one person does it it has to be everyone does you, it. you missed my theory crafting at the beginning of the show but yeah this is my my impression is that double f bjergsen and lena will probably be making a lot of the general manager decisions at tsm now and so i i think that they're going to be intimately involved in in that stuff and it's kind of like a throwback to what league used to be right like league used to be team players deciding what the team was going to be and what they were going to do. And I, I feel like we'll see more of that old school style with TSM. Hey, we have a caller here that we've been ignoring. Uh, caller, uh, sorry, I, I think we, we have to move on to the next one because we're running long time. But is there anything that you want to say uh, before we switch over to the last caller? Nope, we I think callers. we covered the point that if you're TSM, you're TSM for life. And if you're a new fan, you're not caring about the offseason. So, yes. Yeah. No, I think it was... It was a really good point, and I'm sorry that we went so off topic from it because I actually no, think I appreciate it. Something I appreciate what you guys about. do. Keep yeah. up the conversation, and yeah, take care. Thanks. Well, have a good one. Bye. Right. On to we got two yeah. more, I guess. The final thing I'll say on it is like, I I think it's like I agree with what should change, and that this is an issue and those kinds of things. But like, I'm always the betting kind of person, you know, in a realist sense, where if you're like so. Will Riot do something? Will the Player Association do something? Or will TSM do something? I would, I'd bet no against all those. You know, if you gave yes. me some odds, I would I would put money down on no for all of them, regardless of my personal objections with with what happened. How much money are we talking about here? You want to make a bet right now? Right, we can do it. All right, Travis gave me a bunch of Bud Lights that I'm never going to drink. I will. Oh, no, no, no! Come on, you got to give me like. <laughs> you said money, right? Like you didn't say Bud I don't Light. think there should be financial best taking the same, place on this show. There's the same. Uh... All right, dinners, dinners, food, dinners. When, what are you going to Postmates me some uh, some no, sugarfish? It's the same thing with with uh, Dash. There's, there's like a Dash pandemic Dash. going on. Yeah. All right, whatever. Owing no, dinners. I'll, I'll bet you a dinner after. that that nothing that no no party gets punished for this though maybe some changes happen on ruling on rules okay what are you defining as punishment a fine a, a fine even like a slap on the wrist of any kind okay. i'll be pretty liberal here okay. like if anything public, okay. what about a public statement no publics like yeah. i expect tsm or someone to say something more no, i'm talking about riot late. oh i would i mean Whatever, i'm saying you, work out your terms. you work out your terms sorry uh, my, my term is like some level of punishment even if it is just a reprimandation 
of saying, this was wrong, we're going to look into it. Like, that is even something I would bet doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Dinner. Dinner. All right, let's get the last two callers. Okay. Uh, how are you doing, Crumps? How are you doing in quarantine? I'm loving this, man. This is my fucking jam, dude. I have, I hope this keeps going. Like, this is my element. Just enjoying hanging out home and playing oh, video games? No. I'm, I'm doing everything I've always wanted to do. I'm reading like crazy, writing, cooking, fulfilled, like... Yeah, this has not been bad at all. Everyone's like, we're all in this together. We are not. I am here soaring. Wow. I'm excited for you. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, okay. okay. Wait, did, someone, did they just tweet? Did I miss something? What? Someone saying Riot just tweeted in Twitch chat. Did I miss it? No? Okay. Sorry, I'm trolling. Alright, whatever. Anyway, uh, Tom Solomon is here. Tom, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Long Island. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show? Um, so, uh, I just want to talk about the whole Kabe situation because, like, disregarding everything that happened today, like, one of the whole things about how that was supposed to dictate how TSM's offseason went was, like, how were they going to treat Kabe? And when I saw like the whole thank you Kabe and that he got on Misfits, I was like, well, that's like one of the best possible situations for Kabe. That's a really good look for TSM. And then like not even two hours later, TSM back on the burner again. Okay. So wait, what's your take? That um, that the like Kabe going to Misfits should have made TSM like look like the darlings of LCS because of like how they handled the situation, even though it was kind of shitty and like, they just ruined it again. And now we're like the villains. Well, of I think, LCS. I think that's setting the bar low though, because that that's like, you're used to being mistreated so much that just like, Oh, the normal thing to do was to get this guy on the team afterwards. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like that should have been like, if that didn't happen, I would like, I'm not going to congratulate them for that. I'm just like, this is the norm. This is what should have been. Yeah. Always. It's hard for me to, I I'm with crumbs on this. Like, just saying, hey, we found this player on our team and got a buyout. Probably is uh, it's hard, it's hard for me to to celebrate uh, that, and and especially the fact that he joined an LEC team. Like you said, that they should have been the darlings of the LCS. But I I really disagree with the idea that uh, that he like that LCS fans would celebrate that move. Or well, really I, maybe me saying like darling of LCS is a bit of an over exaggeration. I was just trying to say that like. TSM ending up finding like arguably like the in this situation the perfect spot for Kabe with you know Kabe's girlfriend uh, being part of Misfits as well like that should have had a really good look on TSM and they already managed to throw it in the trash that makes sense um I don't know if I agree that it will make him the darling of the LCS exactly I mean it it feels better that Kabe just isn't in like contract hell playing an academy or something but. I think a lot of the people, as we've already seen, TSM fans largely don't care anyways. I think the people who were upset at TSM for, I think their perception of the situation was that Kabe got replaced with a player who didn't have a better split than him because Doublelift is dating Lena. You know, like I think that the naysayers were already of that mindset. And I don't think that this, 
can't even say the word, assuages their concerns at all. Uh, So what I'm saying is, I don't think this affects either party. The people who hated TSM for what's happened so far this offseason continue to think that way. And the people who didn't care still don't care. So I don't I don't know if it if it actually moved people's needle either way. And then like you're saying, it, it was immediately undercut by this other news. I think Misfits fans are happy, probably. Yeah, and also just like to point out one more thing, like uh like there's a much better chance that like Misfits makes worlds than like TSM because TSM finished fifth and then Misfits actually upgraded their AD carry and they have four slots to get into Worlds this year for LEC. So again, that's just like another good look for the Kabe trade as well. Yeah, any, anything to, to get you a little bit higher in the standings in LEC is really worth it. Yeah, I don't think we have too much spice to say on that. Yeah, I don't know. This is just a, it's a <laughs> tough call for me to like really be excited about. I, I guess I just disagree as I well, said, it's almost 10, so and we have one more to go, so yeah. we can... Tom, what is there anything else that you want to say before we move on to the next caller? Uh, this is just really quick, but um, I feel like the poll you took before, like, obviously, like, it's not... like you guys. The entirely saying, scientific poll? Yeah. It's scientific. Yeah, but all the comments I saw on, like, the TSM subreddit today were, like, very negative and harsh. Yeah, but that's towards... the whole point of, like, that using the TSM subreddit as a poll is also... Reddit right. in general rewards outrage culture. It, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. And and like the people who are upset about it are going to go write a post about how they're upset about it. The people who don't care aren't going to go in there and be like, actually, I'm entirely ambivalent about the subject and feel as though you should also be ambivalent, right? It's it's just like I I, I think even, yes, in a world where you have 33, 35% of TSM fans who are really upset about this, you're going to see a lot of posts and a lot of upvotes about it. Um because that's a lot of fans. Like, TSM I mean, it's, fans it's, it's a literal definition of vocal minority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for the call, Tom. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. What, what's been the hot takes you guys have been getting? Oh, Dom, I, still, Dom had a 30 minute, a I will dominate called in for about a 30 minute hot take session. Um, and uh, what did he, say? he it involved him doing crack. Uh, and he did crack on stream, it. and I missed that. No, he did. He did not. Uh, but he was using a metaphor about that. So. Do I have to go back, or can you can you give me the gist of it? We have another caller. Yeah. Hello, caller. <laughs> uh, Ray is here. Ray, where are you calling from? Hey, Travis. I'm calling from Portland. Portland. All right. Well, what do you want to talk about on the show? Uh, so I wanted to bring up the issue of, that you guys were discussing because you didn't have an example as far as another league, a sports league, uh, having a conflict of interest like this. In the NBA, uh, there's Doc Rivers, who's the team president, general manager, and coach of the LA Clippers. A few years ago, he traded to get his son, Austin Rivers, on the team. So he manages his playtime, his contract, who gets traded for him, things of that nature. The league did absolutely nothing. The team did absolutely nothing. It was talked about a little bit by the public as a conflict of interest, but absolutely nothing happened. Nothing's going to happen on this issue either. Interesting. I was not aware of this, but I really appreciate you uh, bringing it up because I don't know too many traditional sports parallels to this, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm Googling it right now and finding a... Looks like yeah, I mean, in there, Mark. Doc Rivers was a, a good... He is a good coach. Uh, as a Celtics fan, I appreciate him getting us a trophy. Um, you could argue that was more Kevin Garnett, but whatever. Uh, um, and Austin Rivers was was a good good player as well. Um, so I don't know. 
I, I can't comment on it, but I, I liked this take and pulling it um, so just because. I guess he also traded his son away. He did good a couple years later. <laughs> yeah, but it was a couple years. I don't think it's fair to combine the two right away. Like, yeah, I just think it's, I think that's <laughs> that's right. actually hilarious. like was the son I, I would love to be on this team. Yeah, I mean, he's a pro player, and he was good in college, and he was good in the. He's he's good. Yeah, he's he's a but like he's a good player. I think yeah, the point that special, but he's definitely a good uh, good role to, player. To use some of the league logic that people are using would be. Yeah, Doublelift's a good player. Dardock uh, is an LCS player. Like none of the, qual- the questions about quality of player. It's about the intrinsic problems that can arise from this type of relationship. Doc Rivers could listen to his son more about who to keep on the team. Doc Rivers could give his player a favorable contract. Uh, Austin could know more things than he should by talking to his dad over dinner about these kinds of things. Right? Like these are the kinds of um, points that that people would raise if you took the same idea. Right? If sounds I understood like, it? Yeah, sounds yeah like that's absolutely understood. right. Gotcha. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, people are saying Doc doesn't like his son. <laughs> hey, he defended the trade. Hmm. Raz says same energy with the Bucks this season. What did the Bucks do? Yeah, I thought Doc liked liked his son from what I, I knew about Doc during yeah. all the things going on with Giannis's brothers trying to get him over to the Lakers and uh, another team. The Lopez brothers. No, Giannis Antetokounmpo or however you say his name. Oh, oh, oh okay. Like there's all that. Um, there's all kinds of things. Jerry Ress is the consultant now yeah. for the Clippers, and that was after the Austin Rivers trade. How do you guys have made that comment in Twitch? To follow both the NBA and league with all the shit that's going on, you got like how do you have that much time, dude? Like what? I love sports, man. That's just how it goes. Like you're a fan, you're a fan. You follow. So were fans really out? What was the fan response to the Austin Rivers, Doc Rivers thing, Ray? It was pretty similar. There were a lot of people saying he didn't, he wasn't any good. He's only doing it because he's his son. But you know, he had that contract that he traded for on the other team, and then even when he traded him, he got better players back when he traded him. So obviously, other teams found value in his, that player. Um, and he, when he was on the Clippers, he performed pretty well. He filled his role pretty good. So he did the job that he brought him in for. He just wasn't a long-term fit. Yeah. See, this uh, is the type of stuff where I just feel like. Somebody has been telling me recently all this double if drama doesn't matter if he gets them to worlds and they do like well this season. And uh, it's hard for me not to agree again. Like we're, we're talking about the, as, as Mark and I have said, we're talking about like the realities of the situation rather than like the, the outrage. Like it's, it feels as though all this stuff is just going to like, people will forget about it. And It'll be, you know, crumbs where you, you were on curse or no, you were on dig whenever the, the, I've referenced this a couple times recently, the, the curse Dignitas collusion thing happened, right? Yeah. I was the architect. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you know, it's like, yeah. you're proud of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I tell you exactly how the whole shit went down, but I think it's people already know, right? Yeah. And people, people part. were really upset about that and now nobody knows about it. You know what I mean? And like. Okay, so first of all, so I'll tell you how it went down because it was, it was a story that got spun out of control because 
collusion was not the intention, okay? Jimmy because Jones. collusion is saying that we wanted to split the money, and, and, like we wanted to collect the money and then split and redistribute it that way, right? That was not. To. That was not the plan at all. Like that was not what anything had. Nothing had been spoken about the money. The entire thing was literally we're gonna play a ram, and the winner of a ram gets the money, gets first place. That was it. There was nothing about collusion. It was about... Was, it was because you, the difference, the price pool was not big enough, right? Was that why you guys no. did this? Or? So the reason we wanted to do this was because we had been through so many MLGs and we were kind of fed up with the MLG, how MLG was treating us. So I'll give you some of the examples that had happened. Um, one of the tournaments, there weren't enough computers so that everybody could practice. That's so right. There were like... There was only a few teams. So the rule was you're not allowed to play Summoner's Rift to practice, only Dominion. We're like, what? That's stupid. Like, what do you mean we're only allowed to play Dominion? So that already was bad. We weren't allowed to, like, the food was bad. And so, like, some other factors came in. We just said, we just were fed up and we want to have some fun. So we're like, all right, let's let's just ARAM it. That was it. Like, we wanted, like, first, we wanted to play five games of ARAM and let the dice decide who wins and honestly that's what solo queue is now it's just a coin flip so everyone's doing the same shit nowadays anyways like we just wanted to do a coin flip on stage and and show the world what the game was going to become so forward thinking yeah and uh, and, and then that became a huge kerfuffle yeah People and so then they, i mean ryan actually, did step you know in there one that you know who won all of that it was actually it was darshan who made the biggest out of that because they did they took all the prize pool and just gave it to third place which was uh Darshan's team, so they just got all of it. <laughs> they're just like, here you go. Didn't didn't Riot have a have a thing? I feel like I remember reading yeah, about Riot, Riot having an I feel like MLG kind of like brute forced them into it, though. Yeah. Okay. Because what happened was no. So see, someone because we had this conversation. Well, it was also a qualifier lunch. into we, Worlds. That was like yeah, the last, a great way to end yeah, the show. It was a last qualifier, but we were having the conversation outside of freaking Jimmy John's, and some guy overheard. And then he made up his story because then he took his interpretation of what we said and then he told that to MLG. And so then they took their own idea. But we had no intentions of collusion. That was never the plan. So that was probably what he might have heard. They're like, what's going to happen with the money? Like, that's what he probably heard. And we're like, listen, we're not going to do anything. We're going to just play ARAM. That's it. Let's have fun. I, yeah, because I remember a big deal about it was you guys were going to split the pot like 60-40 Yeah, or that's what I thought it no, was supposed to be. No, it was just good old-fashioned ARAM. It's some good old-fashioned colluding to ARAM, not colluding prize winnings. Yes. Um, I forget the caller's point at this stage. Oh, it <laughs> was that this happens, this stuff, happens yeah. in traditional sports and they don't do anything. That was the point. Not that right. fans don't get outraged. Not that there isn't a kerfuffle. Uh you know, but that at the end of the day, nothing, nothing's usually done. So I also know, and I saw people talking about this in Twitch chat, which I love. I went, I went and looked at Twitch chat, and um, and I, I love that people brought this up because I, I first learned about this from one Rick Fox, because I was in Vegas at All Stars, and I was like, oh yeah, there's this funny thing where like Double Lift and Lena are now in public about their relationship. Are there corollaries to this in East and traditional sports or the NBA? And he talked about how Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss, Phil Jackson was the coach of the Lakers and Jeannie Buss was the daughter of the owner who I now think yeah. she owns the Lakers um, and operates it, but they were in a relationship. Yeah. And um, Ray, I don't, you're the NBA expert. Maybe you can elaborate on that. 
Yeah, so she and uh, Phil Jackson dated for years. Um, it's a trust that owns the Lakers, and she is head of the trust due to her dad's uh, will. Um, so, yeah, he became team president of the New York Knicks. Um, so the team opposite side of the country, still in the same league. Um, they eventually ended up splitting. but well, they got yeah, engaged they at one point in time, I guess. Yep, they were engaged. Uh but they were engaged for a couple of years um while on separate organizations right yeah while on separate organizations um and then there was you know talk about bringing him back to the lakers and everything because of their relationship and all that and they should have but you know they didn't because her brother who at the time was in charge of like personnel decisions was an idiot but uh, <laughs> i like how you sprinkle in these little nuggets of strong opinion inside of like <laughs> the well, very I mean, factual like and, yeah. and and you know information oriented take you're like yeah i know this happened this happened this guy was a fucking idiot and then this happened <laughs> and so by the way these are not that's a hot take right <laughs> yeah i like it i like it and no one is saying that these things are like corollary obviously this was a coaching situation the daughter of an owner um so it's it's a little different Wait, was well, she, was, she was, was the GM? If well, I understand she, it, she she owned the organization when this happened. Yeah, she's she, a, well, she she was uh, just the daughter initially when they started dating. Yeah. But uh, eventually, when her father passed away, yeah, she's basically the owner, and the uh, Phil Jackson was still with her for several years, and then went over to the Knicks, still engaged to her uh, with the Knicks for a few years before that debacle happened, and before his time was up with the Knicks, they ended up splitting up and calling their relationship over. But that whole thing, um, that was, their relationship was, was at least a decade long. So that was a long-term emotional tie kind of relationship that definitely yeah. could have had, had an impact. Yeah. And it was right around the draft too, where the, I think the Knicks drafted Nick Porzingis, who is an amazing player for the NBA and could have ended up on the Lakers if they were colluding to do something. Where do you know all this stuff? Like, how are you... How are you so informed? I feel like this is like a text-to-speech bot from Wikipedia. Is it really good? <laughs> uh, I just watched. Like, you know, I'm a huge, like I said, I'm a huge fan. Um, got into sports a long time ago. And, like, I've been watching you guys for the past 10 years, it feels like. So, like, I well, you should, you should, you should call them more us. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, wait a minute. Can we, can yeah, we I, make I you remember our... Crumbs on Dignitas. You know, I went to fucking LCS back then. Um, I have pictures with Reggie and... Uh, Danned in from when they still went to LCS and things of that nature. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah, you should yeah, be you our should, uh, permanent ever... Hotline League sports caller. Uh, and just right. anytime anything happens, we call you. Call in and you just say, "All right, you here's have some the analogies ready to go." Yeah. In, 19, in 1962, the Globetrotters. Um, all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ray, thanks so much for the call. Anything you want to shout out before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, two quick things. One, I wanted to thank Travis, Mark, and Kroms for you know the past ten years of you know the entertainment you guys have provided. It's been a tremendous impact on my life, and I'm sure Twitch Chat's life as well. Um, you wouldn't know thing, it sometimes from reading them. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention, which is it's kind of a little hot take, is if TSM wants to win uh, summer, they need to get X Smithy. X Smithy. Well, I think yeah. we. I don't think expensive. they're going to get him, but I have a bet out with Travis here. about that. So Dude, I hope you're wrong. Guy, you're awesome, man. Can, we got to get him. We got got to get him dinner or something. Deliver it right, just like sort of for these. Hotline great callers. has no merch, no uh, <laughs> nothing to give good callers. Unfortunately, we have yes. zero zero product to push to you. Fortunately, Travis, yeah. can you give him an Alienware thing? Uh, Alienware.com slash Travis. Travis ten off. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks to Ray for the call. No problem. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. All right. Well, that wraps up the show. Uh, Mark, do you want to, uh, what, do you, what do you got for us? Plugs, shout outs, anything? Well, as you know, a very momentous occasion happened over the weekend for me. Your Go cat? On. Well, you got a new cat? Well, I, no, 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 nothing. Are you nope. going to talk about it? No, I'm not. Of course not. Not yet. What? I'm are not talking can't... about, I'm not talking about it until it's a done deal and I can say definitively X, Y, and Z are happening, but I finished work on something. And I'm excited to to keep working on it. People are going to keep. And, people are going to speculate so much on what it is. It has nothing to do with anything you would ever think about Twitch chat. So just don't even try. Okay. Mark has been working on a. Uh, you better not say shit. I'll kill you. It's. I know where you live. It's a collection of erotic poems um, <laughs> that he. Come on! <laughs> I have a great pen name. It's it's a uh, it's. <laughs> It's esports inspired, actually, the, all these erotic poems. So they feature personalities over the years, um, not just League of Legends, but more broadly. And uh, if you've ever dreamed of reading about a, a son, a, you know, a, a hot and steamy night with any personality in League esports, yeah. get ready. Let's just let's just oh, say I can put the pieces together. Let's okay. just say he has <laughs> a uh, he has a very different take on the collusion between Dignitas and Curse back in the day. There was a. Uh, <laughs> Definitely some Nobody wants me, Uwu. Oh, shit, you <laughs> Sorry. Wow. All right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, Give me the crumbs, fuck out of here, crumbs. dude. Anything, Chris? You want to plug anything? I got, I got something to say because I've noticed this. And this this always <laughs> find, I always found this hilarious. But I see that you guys in the chat are like, I'm drunk, I'm high, and all these things. The more sober I am, the more these things pop up, which I cannot <laughs> seem to believe that it seems to have happened all throughout my life. The more sober I am, the more drunk people I am. So, or the more, see, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing that I say when this happens. So you'll know, you'll know whenever Crumbs is truly out of his mind, whatever yeah. he's when he, when entirely coherently. Exactly. Like, when Crumbs makes perfect thing. sense, he's fucked up. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, these are the ideas that came up. I came up with this idea and I'm going to write a story about it. Like this is the shit that goes on in my head. I was walking by the beach yesterday looking for the, the fluorescent plankton. If you guys haven't seen the Venice Beach at night has plankton that glows. You can actually see the waves crash and they sh they crash like they're, they're painted with highlighter. It's pretty freaking awesome. Anyways, as I'm walking to the beach, I see a, a sign in front of a homeless man. It's a sign that's painted onto a car. It says, bark for help. So I write the story already in my head. It's just a freaking, it's a great Los Angeles story where you have this woman who loses her dog and... She's very sad, this old-timey dog. We'll call her Karen. And this homeless man on his deathbed sees this sign, walk crawling away from this sign, and then he sees this sign that says, bark for help. And he's like, you know what? I got nothing else going on. So he barks for help, and this woman sees him bark for help, and she thinks that her dog that just died has reincarnated in this man. So she takes him home, starts feeding him, and eventually he just keeps playing along because the woman keeps thinking that this dog has taken over this homeless man that was about to die his body. So she's like, oh, she's cool with it. And eventually comes a point where they're playing fetch. The ball's in the middle of the road. The dog man walks into the road and across from him is this old homeless camp telling him, come on, Bill, stand up and like, get out of the way, Bill. And the, the Karen is like, no, take the ball. So he has to make the choice of walk and survive, but going back to the homeless camp 
or die as a dog in the middle of the street and he chooses to die as a dog and that's the story that I, that I have that's that's what goes on in my head I think I kind of agree with Twitch chat <laughs> I don't know what the agreement is I uh, we can, let's let's go back to the erotic poetry uh I think Travis, what are you writing about? Everyone's, everyone's, uh, I got erotic poetry. Crumbs has a homeless man's journey through LA, some kind of literary novel. What are you working on? Nothing? Um, that's the show? I think, you I think that's, the, I got, that's the show. I, <laughs> I, this has been the most insane hotline league in quite some time. And, uh, I'm starting to think we should have just canceled it. That's, uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> whatever. When you asked me that yesterday, Mark, I feel like we should have just canceled it. Yeah, if you could go, if you could rewind time, this stream never would have turned on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Thanks everyone uh, for uh, participating in this shit show of an episode, and uh, thanks TSM because literally we we would have done a very short like whatever episode of this show and instead we got this insanity so i mean this is this is some of the, the most views we got without a, a dedicated guest so thank you tsm it's been great for us yeah <laughs> yes thanks thanks everyone this has been hotline right. league episode 122